fancy. Fancy. What a start. <laughs> What's up, Rob? Hello, Rob. Howdy, guys. How are you all doing? Great. Thanks oh, for good. coming. Good, good. Thanks well, for sorry, filling in, especially yeah. uh, the last minute since uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at scheduling. Well, Randy, life is difficult, and I'm not going to place personal blame on you. You so should, but it's okay. all your fault. You should. Yeah. That's what I need. Sorry. I need that I motivation that. of personal blame. Where's all this hatred coming from, Randy? Oh, it's self. <laughs> it's self-induced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it runs deep. Oh, we did talk about deep earlier. We did yeah. We did talk about deep earlier. <laughs> deep cuts. Yeah. No context. All of them. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I, what's up with me? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Just... Uh, Trying to play music and you know uh, make songs and then living life. Other than that, uh, but uh, you know trying to conquer creative goals and manage time is mm-hmm. difficult. But That's being an adult hard. is terrible and don't do it. Yeah, yeah. very fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Rob, like advice. you said, yeah, you're playing music and all that stuff. Uh, what's mm-hmm. your gig? What's you? Uh, what's you about? What's your band? What's your thing? Uh, well, I was uh, recruited in Tempest Terror about a year ago. Okay. And, uh, Tempest so Terror. Yeah, Tempest Terra. Tempest. T e m p u s t e r r a. And uh, my um, my friends were uh, uh, needing someone to fill in for one of their members that was busy with other things, and so like uh, I stepped in, learned new material, and uh, we played some shows here uh, recently, and you know uh, over the past year, and um, we're now trying to work towards having a larger set list and you know getting some of the creative work done. So uh, we, have, we think I have one song to show you, um, but it's not quite done. Uh, but we're supposed to go back in the studio. Um, I think around November 20th and, and try to get the rest of them done and we'll, we should have about half an hour for the music. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So what about you, Randy? You gonna Ooh. you gonna go you gonna go sail in the seven seas tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'll be I'll be gone again. Yeah. Well, yeah. By the time this probably comes out, I'll be trying to stop myself from hanging myself. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you yeah. going? Uh, back to Spain. Ooh, I met this girl from Spain. I'm like, oh man, it's weird. I want to know Spanish so bad, but at the same time, I don't, mm. you know, because I know enough to like, you know, be kind of pass. To, well, for kitchen stuff, you know, like curse words, but, <laughs> but I, I don't want to ruin the mystique. Kind of like mm-hmm. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you know Spanish or not. It's just Spanish like, women are still right? beautiful. They're a different I, breed. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't know. You tell me, Randy, when you get back. I'll <laughs> tell you right now. Hey. I've been there. I've seen it. <laughs> well, shit, rub it in. Why don't you? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thanks, Randy. It's yeah. not for fun, though. I don't go for fun. <laughs> <laughs> you right. guys aren't missing out on much. Yeah. So even if you don't go for fun, do you still get to see like really pretty stuff, especially being out on the ocean? Mm-hmm. Or... Mm, from time to time. Yeah. I've seen some cool. I've seen some cool animals out mm-hmm. and about. Mm-hmm. In the ocean. Yeah. What about those uh, sea creatures you've seen? Uh, uh, yeah. The coolest was a, uh, I don't know, I saw a hammerhead one time. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. He just made, I saw him coming in. He was coming in hot. He made one loop around the rig and then took off. Mm. Didn't want to mess with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be out of there too, a fucking yeah. oil rig. I mean, the first time I ever went on one, that's what I wanted to do, but yeah. it got to crap. <laughs> it's unfortunate he wasn't like the first part of a Sharknado, you know, to take down your oil rig. <laughs> make nature having it reve- its revenge. I that's, still haven't seen I feel that like movie. It's fine. I haven't either. I'm probably never going to. Probably <laughs> me either. Yeah. I don't have yeah. time to watch uh, movies quite like that. Sharknado. Yeah. If only... If only. I have to get suckered into movies like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like if you make a movie that's, like, ironically serious and you're very, I don't know, it can't be when it's not genuinely trying to make, like, for a horror movie, for example, like an old horror movie, yeah. they're campy, but they were trying to make it scary. 
Mm-hmm. Sharknado is campy for the sake of being campy. Yeah, it's and like being bad for the sake of being it, bad. Right. Yeah, um, it's just like yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta come by the by the bad naturally, and that's what makes it good. Well, see, people don't know the difference, and that's why we're talking about. It. <laughs> I guess yeah. so, man. But Basically, well, it's because we're all too hung up on gimmicks. You know, yeah. uh, I was talking with this, uh, Randy earlier, just like talking about. Um, no one has anything to say nowadays. Like okay. as far as uh, with culture and stuff, we're, we're, I think we're in this aggressive cultural cycle where you know, the people who are giving uh, the right for someone to say something has nothing original to say. They're just like, well, I like your products. I like myself. And, you know, how can you help me kind of thing? Okay. Um, I think it's a lot less like basically what we were talking about. I think it's mm-hmm. a lot less people trying to make something and just make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's they're just looking for a recipe to, to get themselves out. For sure. Rather okay. than trying to make something they enjoy and mm-hmm. something that mm-hmm. other people can enjoy, yeah, I think that's a lot of the problem. But but they don't have their own voice yet. Like yeah, it takes a long time uh, for for, sure. for people to, to come up with with something to say or something good. Mm-hmm. So like before we get a chance to like develop the ideas, it seems like uh, they're they're too complex, and so we have to take a step back and we get the same ideas. I mean, you know, yeah, that's true too. And yeah. and with that, like with with how everything is so oversaturated, everyone can put their you know whatever mm-hmm. out there on like social media how do you get that break like how do you get that that star moment of like aha i've made it now yeah. you know uh well uh I, I think you have to do it on your own terms we, we talked about getting lost in a moment and mm-hmm. that's about all we can get mm-hmm. you know with, with on our own terms uh but as far as like the them and their terms they set it different for sure fair and so uh you know i don't the, the the recipes from the past see you have a lot of people talking about you know this is what i did to you know but it almost always involves knowing somebody right so like yeah uh, I was telling Randy earlier that's why we got to know each other and you know work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that that's I think that's the only recipe that will over time be proven to, to work every time is as long as you're working with people and, and producing the work creatively, then you can at least have something to stand on. You know, okay. so as long as you have something to offer or something to say, you know, I think there's an audience for that because I mean everyone yeah. has unique perspective. So you know, uh, I'm interested in what other people have to say from around the world, like people in Spain, et cetera. Mm. Uh, but, like, uh, interesting stuff happening now is uh, the way that the, the governments of the world are uh, oppressing their own people. Mm. And so it, it's happening in a lot of different places. And to see how we're dealing with it, because we're so far out of reality as Americans, mm. it's just like we get we get front row seats. <laughs> I don't know. It's but a, I don't know. I feel like they kind of feel the same way about watching our goofy politics, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're kind of like, oh, the Americans, they're so stupid with their crazy, you know, millionaire president. It's a very good distraction, isn't it? It's a very, very, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dog and pony show for Mm -hmm. sure. Oh, if only they were a better looking dog. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got some fancy good looking dogs around here, Randy. I like Randy Travis Jr. Yeah, Randy Travis Jr. is a cutie. (laughs) Little cute guys. From politics to dogs, let's get things going. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In my travels, that is what I'm always asked about, though. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Really? Donald Trump. Uh, what do they ask yeah. about Donald Trump? Like they just ask a Donald Trump. <laughs> like usually <laughs> they go up to you and they go Donald Trump. Usually there's a language barrier, so oh, yeah. okay. that's usually what. Is I Is it can the catch. same kind of thing they say Heil Hitler, Donald Trump? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay. May, oh, that's what the hand signals are. Oh shit! Now, now I got coming it. together. You put it together for me. Well, Look I mean, that's right. Yeah, thanks, baby. Puzzle piece placer. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, talking about that, let's talk about something that transcends uh, some straw man empty person yeah. uh, like uh, authoritarianism the rise of it and yeah. how it's destroying the planet again so are we going to stand and 
uh, make, let it happen, or we're going to have to be able to do something against it. Uh, in the past, we've been able to do a couple different things, but it usually involves war, so hopefully we can avoid that. But that's what it seems that they're pushing. Why are we going to let them push war so hard? I'm very ignorant when it comes to this How stuff, do you, so yeah. I don't know. What, what's the real recipe to stop uh, something like that, though? Anarchy! Wow! <laughs> I mean, how uh, do you... Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to stop violence with violence, right? Mm, I don't know. Like I was talking earlier, it's just if you can't... You don't, have par- don't participate in it. You have to find willing participants, or unwilling. You have to be coerced into these things uh, based off conditions. So if we could change the conditions and uh, help the outcomes in a way that where we can avoid war because it's a wasteful... It wouldn't be that difficult. We just don't participate in it. Um, and here's the problem with that. Even though we don't participate in it personally, they now have robots that kill people. Sure. And so, like, even if we don't participate in it, there are still people actively seeking to use those means to control, subvert, and destroy. Sure. So, like, uh, how do you how do you uh, debunk that false ideology? That's another thing. Because like, we have so many ones of those types of things running around with religion, et cetera. And so you have a lot of false political, religious, and philosophical identities that don't really mix well with the human condition of warfare and, you know, general buttfuckery. <laughs> <laughs> that that just goes back to the age old question. Age old question. Age old question. How do you stop a cattle dog from rustling cattle? You give him something better to do. What's that? Uh, well, I mean, if you gave a cattle Russell dog, chickens? Uh, I don't know, like cattle dogs, like female cattle dogs, right? You, you, you're aware of bitches, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love bitches. <laughs> That's how you multiply yeah. cattle dogs. Yeah. That's how you get even more cattle rustled. That's right. Mm. You can't rustle that much cattle so without a couple saying, dogs. You're saying give the government a bunch of prostitutes. Uh, the... I'm thinking I everyone think, needs a prostitute at this point. I feel okay. like they yeah. already. I feel like they've already <laughs> okay. got that covered, though. Yeah, but they're kid yeah, prostitutes. Fair. You need to draw the line somewhere. Those Whoa. sick fucks. Yeah, so that's, that's true. Sure. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're that's all, something we can all agree. Yeah. On. Like okay, so war bad, right? Uh, war bad. Child, child uh, you know, child uh, sex, slavery, is bad. Yes, yeah, yes. bad, very like, bad. So this, these are the things that are still hanging on. Authoritarianism, Nazis, bad. You know, yeah, like let's, yeah. we, we've already shown that these ideas are bad. Why are they still around? You know, but you always got that one guy. Well, I mean, well, it's, it's more than one gotta guy. Be, it's got to be more than always one, takes right? more than one, Randy. <laughs> it starts with one. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dead people, you know, pulling out for... <laughs> for the homies. I mean, Rest in but peace. Prince is eyeing me over there, and, you know, like, uh, I, when is Chester's estate going to come out with new Linkin Park songs? You know, Prince has been doing it. He's immortal. Mm. I guess I guess that's what separates the princes from the boys. Prince did it. Michael Jackson the did from it. from the Chesters? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And from Chester's to molesters, how do we stop all these politicians to, you know, you can leave these kids alone? Like, yeah. like how's, how's anyone supposed to do anything out of fear, too? That's another thing. Like, you have so much fear being peddled and used to, like, exploit the emotional vulnerabilities mm-hmm. of man. Mm-hmm. How, do we, how do we get that to stop and, like, say, hey, listen, well, obviously we all need stuff. I don't know, man. And, it's you know? been done since the beginning of time, man. Well, it I really mean, has. And what version? You know? Well, like, <laughs> let, let's say, like, yeah. Okay, for at least for like let's say human time, right? Yeah, religion has been a staple there for a very long time, just to explain in, in things. In most civilizations, yeah. right? Yeah, and if you they're like if you fuck up, mm-hmm. wrath. Yeah, you're fucked. Well, it's all all uh, a power grab, right? Right. Power yeah, but just take control of the situation. How do we how do we mm-hmm. stop it if it's been in our, you know, just in humans? Well, for I think yeah. I think ever. that's I think that's what's led us to. More so where we're at now, right? Yeah. So less and less people. I mean, there's still a lot of people that are, uh, you know, very religious mm-hmm. out there now, but of mm-hmm. way less than say, 
I think the younger generation. years ago. Yeah, the younger generations are losing their religiosity. Right. So yeah. now there's just looking for new ways to make shit like that happen. Okay. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, well, and another thing too, like uh, with with uh, the, the with with the institutions that that, that continue to, to pump out these these bad things, like uh, all of the religious institutions have, like what we were talking about, you know, child sex. Like they, they are literally tied to it mm-hmm. from, from beginning of however along with yep. the Romans or whatever else. But it's just like yeah. how you dismantle that monster. And like I said, willingly participate. Give them something better to do and, and find something that they can put their efforts towards like like themselves or like collectively acting on bigger goals. So they got convinced that, you know, God was the bigger goal and they forgot about themselves and all the people that they could, you know – I guess collectively work with to make some of their things happen and they want someone else to do it. I think they also, those in particular, uh, have set a recipe of disaster for themselves Yeah. uh, with the way that that religion works in general and those positions that those Mm -hmm. creepy dudes are in. Well, and then separating the benign religions from the the destructive ones, like uh, certain policies and certain religions are, you know, much about, you know, singling out people and destroying them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but like... Yeah, religion in general, just not a very... It doesn't seem like a very beneficial idea. It seems to be well, a very divisive oh, thing. Uh, it's beneficial yeah. to some people. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it's beneficial to some. Like, yeah. uh, you know, think about... Uh, let's say there was, like, a gang member. He went to jail, and he started going to, like, chapel there, and he, you know, started yeah. kind of to convert to, like, oh, I'm a Christian, and God wouldn't want me to do all these things, and now he goes out, and he does a lot of things for charity, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. That kind of thing happens a lot. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that religion is necessarily, like, not a good thing for some people, but the extremist part of it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in some sects, and, like, there's there's good and bad, just like with everything else, I think. Yeah. Also, Rob, don't take that away from the uh, religious leaders, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah? They have it so great. Do not shit on their parade. Oh, well, I'm sorry. What's a parade? You know, like, uh, I, I'm guessing that you get one every day for the rest of your life. Cool. Um, yeah. But um, but as far as that goes, when you mentioned the, the gang members and stuff going and using the church mm-hmm. as a tool, you know, and there's mm-hmm. all kinds of tools we using uh, humans can use to our benefit or to our destruction or, you know, our, mm-hmm. hurt ourselves with it. But then you, you highlighted an interesting point, poverty. Mm-hmm. If, if, if there weren't such an unequal circumstance or a, a, a bad environment, in which to breed that type of thing, then, you know, the, the church isn't necessary. The, the church is kind of like operating the monopoly in a one-horse town of like, hey, there's nothing else in town because we're the only game in town. Right. So you're forced to work under, you know, our umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know about it, and they've been doing it for a while. I mean, po- poverty should have ended a long time ago, and along with war, and I think that they're tied together. So yeah. if, if, if we could, like, attack it, or rather use our ideas to dismantle it from, from that end so that we don't take away the personal freedoms of people with religion, mm-hmm. et cetera, mm-hmm. then, then we won't have to. Right. We're already losing religiosity on its own with the access to information, and thank mm-hmm. God. Well, sure. thank God <laughs> <laughs> for the Internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, thank humans for the Internet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God did not yeah, put a modem in your house. Right. Sorry, folks. Yeah, that was Steve. He, uh, he was working his Steve. way through college. And <laughs> <laughs> And he, he needed to, you know, he needed to, he the work. He his job at at and Praise Steve. Yeah. Praise Steve. Yeah. I mean, if Steve wasn't there, you wouldn't have a modem. And you remember that dial- a terrible dial-up sound? Like, I think oh, I used yeah. dial-up like two times <laughs> at my grandma's house. Oh. Oh. You call me it's grandma? Scared the, oh, you just yeah. call me? I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> scared Listen, the 
hell out of me, man. I was a little kid, and it scared yeah. me. Like, the noises I was not prepared for. They're ghosts in the United Yeah. yeah they're yeah. coming yeah. at you. They're so angry. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw a wireless laptop. Mm. It blew my mind. <laughs> Dude, or Bluetooth, when it first came out, you're just yeah. like, so, or when they had the wireless chargers, you're just like, what the? Oh, yeah. Come on. This come is on. the future. Wireless chargers, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like I would never use them. Because no. I usually use my phone when I'm on my charger. Yeah. And I, what, would I hold it like behind the back of my phone and be like, oh, this is so much better than have a, having a wire in my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's still a wire hooked up to the pad. That, yeah, you know, like, like yeah. how many different ways can we skin this guy? How, yeah. Like, how is that more <laughs> effective than having a wire? You have less range of motion while it's charging. It's mm. probably the, one of the worst ways to charge <laughs> your phone, actually. It's a lot of heat, too. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of energy going from a pad mm. to your phone. I wonder if there's some, like, cancer running around <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it dude i wouldn't doubt it i mean that's the question i um honestly with like all the music equipment and stuff i, I deal with um just finding things that work is difficult um but like you said like with all of this new stuff and like uh all the because you remember the late 80s early 90s how uh dated all that stuff sounds oh yeah and, and that, that's the kind of stuff that we're getting we're just like this is just kind of almost like a fad mm-hmm. of, of, of what we're dealing with at okay. the moment I see what you're uh, saying yeah I mean it, yeah. it's all gonna be obsolete it's gonna be replaced by something else soon enough yeah hopefully it's just a matter of time just I'm just can't wait for humans is. to be replaced you know? yeah speaking of that mm-hmm. when do you think uh, yeah. when do you think robots are gonna get rights um do you think they'll well, ever become sentient enough? Historically speaking, um, humans have had to fight for their rights and are mm-hmm. continuing to do so. Mm-hmm. So uh, until also, we... most other things we don't give rights to. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, women it... just got theirs. What like? <laughs> yeah. Like the suffrage movement not years ago. ago. The suffrage movement. Yeah. Well, they still they still have a hard time with the whole uh, ownership of personal property being reflected in the political power that they wield because they don't yeah. own a lot of mm-hmm. personal physical property. You know, on a collective level and all the old white dudes do mm-hmm. um so yeah uh, even the, the civil rights movement that happened and they killed their leaders and then we we'll, like so so they we know that true not the government mm-hmm. but the, the government in its current form is targeting its own population to control and maintain their power so at, at what point will we decide to collectively act so there's a number like statistically speaking mm-hmm. where you have to like uh, build a collective and then that uh, political collective becomes big enough to affect change, you know, in sure. a local or national level. Enough people have to get pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the number in Arkansas, because um, there's about 3 million people rounded up in Arkansas, is if you had uh, 10% of that, which is what, 300,000 people? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but to get a political uh, revolution off the ground just in Arkansas would take 300,000 people from the start. So you basically have to find 300,000 women and their allies and build a political movement from the 300,000 mark to the million mark because that's the 33% mark. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get to see actual attention paid to stuff because in Hong Kong, they didn't get attention paid to them until they were around, uh, I think, a little under a million people uh, mm. in the streets marching. And now they got close to two, two and three. And there's yeah. only seven million people that's, in Hong Kong. That's still Hong a Kong, lot of that's fucking people marching. That's almost a 50% marching. participation Good rate. Lord. Hong Kong's a strange thing, though, uh, because yeah. it, the population is so dense. Mm-hmm. That's so many people in such a small mm-hmm. area. Yeah, and it, it's like uh, it's very Orwellian too. Like that, the fight is actually being played out in front of us. Uh, you know, just halfway across the world uh, mm-hmm. in a in a place that, like you said, there, there's a very high concentration of people, and there's a high level of participation in that movement. So, historically speaking, uh, those things work. So, no matter what the government is, I mean, look at India. In India did did you know ousted the British in this post-colonial area that we. Uh, era, excuse me, <laughs> that we live in. Um, you know, you have all these powers working to try and maintain control, but you see people standing up against mm-hmm. it. 
So if we did want to see some cool shit done where women, you know, had rights to the, you know, the health of their own bodies, for instance, in Arkansas, um, you would need about 300,000 to a million people on the same page making that happen. Yeah, uh, but I got to go pick up the kids, man. And it just made marijuana legal. <laughs> and it's right on Sorry, the corner. Yeah. I got my card. You know, Come I got to go. Man. I got to go check out of reality for a minute because it's, it's nap just terrible. time in an hour. Dude. Give me a break. Come on. I just bought yeah. the new Elders. I'm trying to chill. Dude, man. Skyrim's a monster. I love, I love mm. Skyrim. And they're coming out with another one. Uh, yeah. Is it next year? I don't know. But they're coming out with another <laughs> one. Coming out with another Breath of the Wild I'm excited for. Nice. Oh. I mean, they... they we have to deal with classic WoW again. Uh, a lot of my friends are playing that. Yeah, I yeah, heard um, they revamped that, yeah, right? what is up with that? Well, um, they basically... Um, all right, when, when WoW was going through all the expansions, uh, there was an independent server, a vanilla WoW server, that everyone liked because it didn't vanilla change. Vanilla WoW? Yeah, yeah it was vanilla WoW. Just like WoW. the very first, like, yeah. no... No no uh, expansions. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So there was a server, an independent server, that was created to play vanilla WoW outside of the periphery of Blizzard. So Blizzard caught on to this destroyed it and rebuilt it for themselves right. <laughs> and so That's and now it's the most popular version of wow is it's it just still like, a paid uh kind yeah. of of course yeah of course so they yeah they take it away Cash and they give it money. to you for 15 20 bucks a month Damn. um but they got in trouble recently because of what's happening in pro gaming uh with the league of legends thing uh with the hong kong team what happened with involved. them well um uh, supposedly uh a blizzard uh, has ties with China and the Chinese government uh, through you know the gaming industry, mm-hmm. and um, with China's got their fingers in fucking everything. It's like we gave them the keys to everything. <laughs> yeah. like, how much money do we owe them? Because oh. it's real. Anyway, next. <laughs> uh, yeah, next. Uh, so yeah, um, so China China has this political sway uh, through the the commerce part of their video game business. And making it difficult for even LeBron to speak out. Against yeah, China. yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but like, uh, but yeah, that's that's the same same struggle basically. You have all these people um, that don't want to talk about it because it benefits them. You know, we're talking about you know I got things to do, you know, myself to look after. Right. Yeah, LeBron, and uh, so then you have all these other people who are dying, you know, for their rights and trying to like you know do something cool with it, but they're being ignored just to try and keep business going. Mm. So disrupting, you know, those business practices or rather their uh, revenue stream is crucial to us having a say. And it's part of the first part of what has to happen to form the collective political consciousness well, needed to take on whatever. You know. In specific situations like that too, uh, and like in the LeBron situation, mm-hmm. somebody's got to be Joan of Arc, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody <laughs> wants to be Joan of Arc. I mean, Joan of Arc got killed. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Get murdered. That's what I'm saying. Martin Luther King got killed. Yeah, murdered. Dude, Malcolm, Malcolm X, X got murdered. Killed. So here's yeah. the question. Uh-huh. Do you give up your rights, your life, for somebody else's? Well, that's I, the ultimate thing. Is, right? your, is your lifestyle threatened by such thoughts? Like, like LeBron, his lifestyle is being threatened, you know, subversively through the NBA and that government. Mm-hmm, sure. So that he, he, what role does he have to play? Is he personally responsible for this? You know, like, uh, you know, I talked crap about him, but at the mm. same time, he's just, he's just a human trying to get by and play basketball, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So how do we separate these humans from having so much power? <laughs> it well, seems yeah. like it corrupts them for some reason, but the and they don't even have a voice. LeBron, though, LeBron's like the biggest name in the yeah. NBA, like right now, mm-hmm. and can't speak since like since like 2012, mm-hmm. people in, have been speaking out on him and stuff like that. But you know, since he has such a high status, I think it's all just going to pass over. Yeah, I mean, and in, well, directly reflected previously with Cal- Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. like uh, mm-hmm. he, he he tried to be a Joan of Arc, and at least yep. they didn't kill him. They yep. just they, just they kicked his the ass out. I yeah. mean, they killed his career. They yeah. kicked him out of their club. Yeah. What? 
Yeah. You can't play with us he lost anymore. His, he lost his job. There's only yeah. so many teams, and there's just not enough room for you. So if you could just like kick a can down the road, that's not, crazy. To not me, only man. did that dude lose his job, though. Uh, I mean, his name's pretty tarnished. Yeah, well, just for just for expressing some like political views in certain crowds, I think. Like other crowds, like to uh, much of the NFL crowd. Yeah, I think. well, uh, because they're on the NFL side, they want football. I mean, um, anybody right. anybody yeah. who can help him really uh, in his career at this Ooh. point. Uh, he's done. Yeah. Well, that just and, and, uh, talks Black about... Ball. Yeah. But they have a monopoly on football. And they, they got took to court in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Trump was a part of it. And they ended up winning and paying, uh, you know, the people that were trying to compete with them nothing. They crushed their competition yeah. legally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but they, they, this is why we're dealing with it. And then I think it's also, too... Um, a part of why American culture needs to move forward. Um, these, these these breads and circuses, violent acts, things that the Roman Empire made so you know famous, and now that we're kind of falling back into the same old cycles of those sorts of activities, you know maybe we shouldn't glorify the the violence of men versus men. You know it seems like it's in our blood, like with war. You know? Yeah, so but like, my grandma wrestled cattle, and my <laughs> dad wrestled my cattle. My great grandpa. I gotta identify somebody. Yeah, he right? went to war for our freedom, so. <laughs> and he died for my sins. If you think war is bad, I think you're anti-American, Ooh. okay? You so, wouldn't have freedom without war. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Like, for our sure. nationalist identity is tied to warfare. Absolutely. Endless war. Yeah. Well, that's how we started. Yeah. Well, it's how we started. Yeah. We wouldn't, we, you know... I mean, we were us Europeans. We started by defending our home turf, is how we started. Uh, yeah, technically, it wasn't ours. We were colonists, and we lived here. But before we uh, came here, we just came and we, you know, well, mowed down Indians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's warfare. That's how. That's how we. Well, us white people came yeah, over here. But the biggest thing that no one talks about with the, the Indian stuff is that they they didn't have the same germs. Germs killed a lot of Indians, of course, but yeah. on purpose by the white man, etc. But yeah, so yeah. so the whole movement of people is from one place to another. But but once America did have a national identity and had like you know because we were you know American uh, sorry British colonies mm-hmm. yeah you know mm-hmm. we, we we ended up you know having the revolution or whatever standing up and you know protecting our own home. Mm-hmm. But the reason we were able to beat Britain and the reason why if you look historically, home team advantage, Vietnam didn't uh, lose against us, did they? We tried to attack them on our home turf. I think China's going to lose the battle with Hong Kong because they're trying to take Hong Kong on, on their home turf. That's you can't a, fuck with somebody on their home. I don't know. That's another yeah. one. That's another one that's strange though because uh, Hong Kong really isn't that big. No, it's but a very it, small part of the you know, whole area. But it's so densely populated. It's crazy. Well, the crazy part about it too is is that what China's doing is they're building a city. They have a city close to Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and they're 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 giving that city attention. To the where they're going to, they're basically going to like the Chinese plan. In in my opinion, is to basically just wait out all this stuff from Hong Kong until they can then move their, uh, uh, you know, their focus to the city that's real close. I forget the name of the city that's close to Hong Kong, but China's giving it attention to where they can just you know move in and compete with them and push them out eventually. Because I think till twenty forty nine they have to be coerced by the uh, the Chinese government into their to win twenty forty nine. I think because uh, Hong Kong used to be a British colony. Yeah, and and so the Brits had control of Hong Kong till the mid '90s, and then uh, in the mid '90s uh, the Umbrella Movement happened, and then they ended up, uh, you know, they're continuing to fight that fight so th- this long, um, but it's because the British handed over control to China of Hong Kong, and now they're trying. They're, this is the growing pains because yeah. they had a lot of rights and stuff, 
you know, be able to have the rights to say that kind of stuff or do anything uh, with sure. the Brits that the Chinese government isn't letting them have. Uh, I think universal suffrage is, is the biggest thing for is them it, to have a say. Is it Shenzhen? Perhaps. Uh, yeah. See, just pull, um, up, a, pull up a map. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, like southern China. Yeah, see fastest growing. You see how to say fastest growing. Uh, so I'm saying they're paying attention to that that uh, next to Hong Kong, so that uh, whenever they they, are, they they can they're going to contain Hong Kong and just basically put them out of business with the next city over. Mm, yeah. That's their long term plan. Uh, um, it'll probably work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but you can't eradicate a group of people, can you? I mean, how m- <laughs> what about Americans and the Kurds? How many times do the Kurds have to get fucked over by America before, you know, like, we stop? <laughs> like, I, shout out to the Kurds. I, I really, I, I hate the fact that uh, we continue to try and make war over there just to be able to control their oil and bullshit. Like, <laughs> that uh, bottom right. Yeah. There's Hong Kong. In Shenzhen, is that the road? A little bit more to your right, a little bit more to your right. Yeah, right, right there. there. Right there. Shenzhen, is that it? Zoom Maybe. In, but it's, what's bit the more? one across the bay, Mark? Uh, uh, Markau, S-A-R? Macau. Macau? Yeah, I think that's it. It's the it's see see its position, how it's located on the outside edge of the bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically their plan is to cut off all trade to Shanghai on that side and have the the port on the edge, geographically speaking, and then they're gonna contain the Hong Kong population and you know do whatever with their city mm. so they can compete with it. That uh, but sense. that's their 2049 plan, it, in my opinion, to say. Okay. Uh, it but, makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just from the stuff I've read and gathered, it, it looks like they have a they have a very long thought out process involved in how they're going to handle Hong Kong. Yeah. So and they, they don't they don't have to the, the, this 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 period for me now and whenever they're legally obligated <laughs> to to play by the rules, this this is going to be where Hong Kong makes a stand. And I really. I really hope that we can uh, help them and everyone else struggling in the world as far as, like, uh, there's a lot of cool uh, people standing up for their rights mm. all over the world. Uh, Le- Lebanon, I think, is another place okay. uh, where they're doing it. Um, and they're, they're actually they're getting uh, killed in the streets somewhere to Hong Kong, uh, but just uh, uh, not not as nice. They don't have all the right gear mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's still people acting out. Uh, and this has been happening rather uh, frequently in recent history, all the way from the Arab Spring in Egypt to... To what's happening now and what's going to continue to happen until you know the people have have their rights heard and they have a say in government because mm-hmm. that's you mentioned earlier like the government if i had a say in the government it wouldn't be you know it, it's conceptually speaking the government but considering what we have now we don't have government we have we have a small group of people destroying the planet at the, for their own sakes you know that's true so hopefully. they're old they're gonna die soon they don't have to worry about uh, it. yeah they don't have any worries do they <laughs> <laughs> But hopefully soon we can actually have a say in our government and maybe reform it in a way that makes sense and not, you know, maintaining political power and control in the small hands mm-hmm. of a few that are just going to hurt us. Like, I'm just tired of getting hurt, man. My heart's breaking. <laughs> <laughs> tired you, of hurt. Uh, well, do you have a plan? Uh, well, for the planet or the world or humans? Yeah. Give humans better options. Give them, uh, conceptually speaking, a better role uh, as their place on this planet. Right now we're consumers. Uh, we are just empty vessels to be filled with whatever they're going to give us. So instead of necessarily having uh, assigning roles through false choice or options, like oh yeah, I chose to work, you know, at the kitchen, you know, but like I only had so many options, you know. Mm-hmm. But like uh, at the same time, give better options to us to be basically shepherds of ourselves and our planet. But and, how do you, how do you do that though? Uh, well, we get together, we remake the rules to make sense so that it benefits everyone equally. Instead of you know benefiting more people more than the other, uh, locally mm-hmm. speaking, and then uh, you build collectives uh, to that end to work together and uh, codify those laws 
um, and uh, put them in action by uh, letting us, I don't know, just basically uh, operate in a way that lets <coughs> us uh, – because, like, okay, for instance, you know how uh, poor people are forced to war. Like, hey, I need a job, right? I, you know, I'm out of high school. Mm-hmm. That's, just the, that's the pipeline. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, why send them to war when we could be sending them to, to space or sending them to somewhere else to, like, help with a problem? Right. Because, because Not create right. more problems. I, yeah. I can tell you exactly why. Yeah. Uh, because there's money to be made in war and there's no money in space. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Since we made up money and there, there's only one market on Earth, we're going to have to end up going to space if we want to take this capitalist idea seriously. Because I don't. Because if we can't do it on one planet, then how are we going to be able to colonize other places? So eventually I'd like to go colonize other places. It's just in short. Of course. Money, yeah. Money's just IOUs. So the more IOUs we have, well, it'd be the more interesting favors if it was owed. Well, is it yeah, an IOU or is it just like an I gave you? Because that's what... You know, mm-hmm. that's what we loans are more like IOUs. I think money is loans. Well, I don't know if I'd say that. Necess- so uh. if you're buying, if you're buying, okay, let's say you're buying a candle, mm-hmm. right? You're not gonna get that money back. You give, but you your, do get you, the candle. No, you give your favor. Mm-hmm. You give your favor to the owner of that candle mm-hmm. in exchange for the candle. Right. Well, so ownership. it's not a loan. Then they have. Mm-hmm. Then they have the favor. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's not a loan necessarily. Is it equal if you value? get, yeah, if you Where's get the value. Well, you know? who places value? You <laughs> value know? is all about. That's who, where yeah. I was going to go with the whole money thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we don't, we used to have our money backed by something or by multiple things. Mm-hmm. And now we re- rewrote the rules to have a fiat currency where you don't have to have any rules backing your currency. So we have made our we shit in our own nest economically speaking because now our money's not worth anything because it's not backed by anything except for the strength of the American government uh, exercised through the military to control whatever petrodollar resource mm-hmm. that we're fucking with now but <clears throat> all the gold in Fort Knox it's somewhere else well, Fort Knox is an empty vessel all yeah. the physical like things that we had that were worth something they're gone Money's so they've literally robbed us uh, of all of these things and, that, and they've given us Chuck E. Cheese tickets that are worthless <laughs> well even before gold is just a metal in the earth it's yeah. favors but there's only it's so much favors. of it to go around it's not an infinite amount of money they can print see true. That's, that's what that's the problem true. was see if they have a resource or a commodity backed because uh, it's a finite thing right sure. then that's why the gold standard worked for so long and it used to be silver by the pound because there was only so much of it to go around mm-hmm. sure. right sure. so there's a scarcity of resources and just the value so there's going to be you. only a certain amount of value derived from it I see where you're going yeah. now I got so you. now that they changed the rules and took away that value I mean, what am I have to do? Pay twenty dollars for a sandwich? Yeah, it, I mean, it, eventually, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's gonna be a good sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know. It's like a, a meat's another yeah, thing. It, yeah, Impossible yeah. Whoppers. They're making those. Yeah, the I South did Park see episode that. on that. I was like, well, it takes like shit, but it'll get you high. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that, that's an interesting thing. That's in kind of there. There's I think there's like multiple the movement to plant. Yeah, based um, stuff. Uh, Taco Bell's doing the same thing. They're mm-hmm. doing. Uh, I don't soy. know if it's vegan options, but it's like vegetarian mm-hmm. stuff. They do soy, they do black bean stuff. They're just yes. trying to get your favors. It's it, all bullshit. exactly right. Yeah, that's it's what I'm saying. I think it's it's a ploy. I think it's a cash grab. What, what good food? Where's all the good food at? Good restaurants. Where's all the good, like, where's all the good fresh food growing like, in South Arkansas? Yeah. Well, they're few and far between. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like. I want, like, because I cook. I like cooking. I hate that I don't make any money at it or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not a position to cook for myself. Uh, but you have all the people that own the restaurants, not operating them. So the best restaurants are operated by the people that own them, the cooks, the chefs that have the experience to give you good food. Mm-hmm. Or the people that give a fuck. Yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. Not um, something corporate, right? Like, well, that's a whole other thing. Uh, um, because, like, they, they, they definitely are, that's part of their plan is giving you bad food. Of course. This is what we're talking about. But if we can center around on actually having good shit. I don't think uh, that, I don't think, you know, just to back. I just miss just, good food. Uh, just to backtrack no, a minute. Ahead, I don't think it's that they 
they just want to give you bad food. It's just the bad food is cheaper. I was about to say they to want to give you cheap food. Yeah, they, they can make sure. more money by giving you cheap food. Yeah. And why to wouldn't actually, they? Exactly. They want to. <laughs> <laughs> they need favors. Do give they? me favors. Do they? Yeah, they always need more and more favors, don't Stacking they? Stacking my cor- favors. Corporatism and authoritarianism kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Uh, they do. It's difficult to separate those two Whoever things. has the most favors makes the rules. Mm? Yeah, well, how did you get those favors? Someone must have gave them to you. Oh, you worked hard for those favors. Or you, <laughs> or you goes them. back to what we were talking about earlier. Know you know more. somebody. You know somebody. Or you've been warring. Praise you've been be. warring. <laughs> I've been warring for my mm. Taco Bell. Yeah. I'd go to war for Taco Bell. And then you do. I, I mean, your your body is a war zone after Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no lie. I've become immune, man. Well, I'm just saying, all right, I'm 35. I'm older. Okay. Good food <clears throat> makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad food, corporate food, it just, it, I can't derive any feeling from it as far as like, it's not benefiting my body. There's too much sugar and salt and fat in it. And I understand those are the things that taste Easy. Good. Easy. Yeah, yeah. I don't Easy. Are, <laughs> in don't moderation, you take those things from in me? In moderation and, and well prepared by someone who knows what they're doing instead of just... Uh, ungraciously heaped upon each other <laughs> in a way that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, how many restaurants do you think have fresh garlic? Ooh. Yeah. Does, does Taco Bell have fresh, is there a fresh garlic I don't place? even think they put garlic think, in their shit. Probably like garlic powder. Probably would taste better if it did, right? Yeah. I don't think anything there is but it's, fresh. But it's cheaper. You know? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta save costs. You gotta make money. It's of course. And we are the ones who pay and our bodies are the war zone. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I. <clears throat> but it's only one I just favor. Don't think about it. <laughs> it's only yeah, one think favor. About it. Hit me, Randy, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so, okay. Let's mm-hmm. say you go to a restaurant and you get this, like, Wagyu beef, right? $1,000 steak, right? <laughs> so, is it $1,000 because it's a rare steak or because it. You know, they decided, mm-hmm. you know what, I can charge for this because it's delicious. Yeah. And you talk so, about industry standards. like to, Sure, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so do you think that's greedy on the part of the people selling it, even if it is like kind of a mom and pop kind of deal? Well, um, the whole idea of greed and profit, mm-hmm. the, the profit motive, like, okay, if I wanted to eat a good piece of beef and even and no matter the cost, I just want, you know, to eat the good beef. Right. And, and anyone will pay for it, mm-hmm. right? Like whatever price, you know, <clears> name your price because – in reality, there's an infinite amount of money, but there's only so much Wagyu beef to eat. True. Right? So you have these people trading those favors for the experience of, of eating this delicious stuff. And, you know, the eth- eth- uh, the ethical part of eating meat in general mm-hmm. and being put into question nowadays, but just like the responsible consumption of things like this. Mm-hmm. So your industry standards don't meet up to the fact that there's only so much Wagyu beef to go around, so they name their price. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no one telling them. That well, no, but no, you can breed more Wagyu beef, yeah? Yeah, but, well, but the cost. It's, like, um, yeah, the, there's the there's a lot that goes into that. There's yeah. the yeah, land that it takes to, to the do water. it. water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only – you can only breathe so many cows off so, yeah. so much field. That's so, why they're burning down the Amazon so they can make more Wagyu beef. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, those, there's money field. in Wagyu well, beef, also, you know? Cows you know, don't grow also, in the jungle. Yeah, why, uh, why like, <laughs> McDonald's and, and all that shit so so cheap? Because, you know, they can produce, like, chickens. Yeah. Like, you have you seen, like, Food Inc.? Yeah. Shit's crazy. In Arkansas alone. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Tyson, 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 right? Uh, that oh. is that is a terrible, yeah. terrible. <clears throat> well, uh, but that's I, why it's cheap because they can do it mass. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many fucking chickens yeah, in well, one Tyson factory. But it's not cheap in reality. It's 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 cheap to them because they make the rules for what the costs are. Right. That's what I'm getting at right. with the Wagyu beef. Mm-hmm. We know the true cost because of the damage it's doing to the planet mm-hmm. just overall. Because our us ourselves are uh, you know just just. 
we're, we're, we don't have very good practices to, to sustain or maintain where we're consuming. Mm-hmm. So as the role of a consumer, we're being duped into thinking we can keep doing this without being responsible. Come on, guys. It tastes good. It tastes well, delicious. I love that pink I mean, slime. it does, and that's, <laughs> that's where they get you, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So... But hopefully we can move to a place where this good food is reflected in cost and we actually responsibly are able to say, like, for instance, if you wanted to, like, have your own thing, like a chicken coop, your own eggs, we would have to have a system where we could all do so without it fucking things up, you know, or destroying mm-hmm. things. Yeah, but I mean, have put you... put a pig farm on a buffalo, for mm-hmm. a fuck's sake. Have you ever <laughs> seen, like, a like a chicken coop, like a small home one? Yeah. They're fucking gross. Well, well I mean, if you don't clean gross. it, yeah. they smell terrible. You have to you they're have to wa- They're animals. The chickens. Yeah. They're animals. Duh. It's nap time in, you like, an hour. <laughs> you take their shit and you put it in fertilizer and it's great. That's true. There's a whole cycle of, of And then you can grow your own veggies, too, to mm-hmm. go with that chicken. Grow it right. where? On in the my, land that you have. Go, grow it in the backyard. Because you're a landowner with fucking, political power. On my brick driveway? <laughs> yes. Yeah. A little it's fucking... A raised bed. You can buy, a, you can buy a planter. The mm-hmm. little fucking weeds that grow up between my fucking I hear bricks. you can grow things indoors with lights. <gasps> <gasps> what? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's Fake a lie. News. It's, yeah, conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never happened. Never seen that work. The moon isn't real. Well, speaking of the moon, I mean... Let's talk the moon. Let's talk the moon. Okay. Well, I was talking about the fact that uh, where's the next thing for us to do? Obviously, is colonize the moon. Like, we were the talking moon? about Mars. The moon, huh? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, obviously, we're talking about Mars, but what's going to be easier to do? Uh, go straight to Mars or build a bridge from where we can at least put some resources in play on the moon to get to Mars? So, okay. Well, well it's what, what three do you days think? to the moon as opposed to, what, like... Mm-hmm. S- Six or eight months to Mars. Yeah, yeah but what do you re- think? What do you think will be more effective, the Moon or Mars? They're both e- equally effective. Just like uh, we were trying to place a value on space, mm-hmm. the the types of things we're going to be able to learn, the information alone mm-hmm. is going to be worth uh, untold amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Like that, that they're bitching about not having the money to do untold amounts of money and property rights for them. Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, if well, I want. We gotta start at the beginning. Okay. First, we gotta figure out how. How do we get to, to fucking the terraform the fucking thing? Well, we're not we gonna be able to terraform there. the moon. We're gonna have to set up uh, some, uh, basically a lab on the moon to be able to experiment with all these things. Mm-hmm. So we we center in on like because the International Space Station can't stay up there forever. So we're gonna have to have some sort of. I mean, the moon's perfect. We're being given a gift, and so we shouldn't squander it. We should muster our our forces, so to speak, there, mm-hmm. so that we can then branch out to the rest of the solar system. So okay, you don't think we'll just fuck it up. <laughs> I mean, we tend to do that as humans, yes, yes, but we have an opportunity not to. And I'm saying if we put our uh, you know, eggs in the right baskets and have the right smart people making the decisions to help us make long-term goals happen, it wouldn't be that hard. A generation or two, we could get to Mars. But then, who, but then who, who lays stake? Who's like, all right, this part of the moon is mine? Uh, well, the president. Uh, ownership. Who does it. Exactly. How do, you, how do you... Colonization. Right. It's already, been, it's already been spoken for. America dibs. was first, and the south side of the moon mm-hmm. was just... Uh, they put a telescope on, uh, on... China has a telescope on the south side of the moon because of the lack of radio interference mm-hmm. and so china and america have you know we laid stake on the moon like, okay but that's what the nationalists think let's talk about just humans mm-hmm. well the here's the thing so we though. have to we have to get rid of these uh divisive lines that we keep giving each other right and create a universal community similar mm-hmm. to like what america's original idea mm-hmm. was to start let's make uh, a big pangea yeah, and make a big melting pot on the mm-hmm. moon here's mm-hmm. the thing though mm-hmm. so uh say we round up enough favors you and me mm-hmm. right sure and we round up enough favors to get people to help us to get to the moon. Mm-hmm. All right. And we set up, we got enough favors to set up our little space there. We're trying shit out. We're making shit happen. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of favors to do this. Yeah. We've, we've called in all our favors. Right. 
So you went with return on favors, right? Well, you, essentially, because mm-hmm. you need some favors to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody makes it alone. No man is an island. Well, if mm-hmm. you're on the moon by yourself, who needs favors? <laughs> We're up there together. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> so you're talking about status. No, 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 no. Let me get to my point. Okay. Uh, so we're we're up here. We're sure. on the moon. We're mm-hmm. we're testing things out. We're trying to make things happen for all of us, right? Right. Ultimately, these people are going to owe us favors be- because we called in our favors to make shit happen. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Something goes wrong in our little lab. Mm-hmm. We can't survive up there alone. We can't survive three day journey back. How we do you get back without the favors? We didn't. Uh, we didn't. A, uh, we didn't pad out. We jump. didn't make it because it's not like we can just leave this lab. Well, you have a you have an exit strategy, a convergency, you know, like uh, like shit's going wrong. We gotta go now. Get on the shuttle. Ideally, okay. ideally, okay. ideally you would. Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. So that happens, and we make it back. Mm-hmm. Now we have no favors, and our shit's fucked. Yeah, but see, they're already in with you anyway. They already gave you your favors to get there. They're just as involved as you. You're just physically doing the work. No, now they're pissed. They they want their favors. They back. Well, guess what? All your favors on the moon. Let's go back and you know figure out what we did wrong and it's learn. It's fucked. Well, the moon has exploded. If you look, if you look at done. the way that it happened with the space race, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Russia got there first. They had put Sputnik in space first, remember? Mm-hmm. So do they own all of space? <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. but Maybe. Yeah. But the during the space race, mm-hmm. that was our our government that was involved with that, not mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. They used everybody's favors to make that happen. Yeah. And that's if, what it takes. If it's, if it's fucked, then who cares? Because... Well, We'll just get. A, we'll just take more from them. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what you're what you're considering fucked and, and not fucked is is like, I, I think it's just just the uh, the opportunity to learn about getting further out there is worth the risk because uh, well, then even if, if something bad does happen, you'd be able at least to get the people out of there, and you still have all your assets on the moon. It's not like to go anywhere unless you create a system that uh, has some sort of catastrophic failure. And then, I mean, by that time, hopefully AI can help us figure out those problems. That's part of what I'm saying. Kinda I think right now, at this point, the risk isn't really worth the reward. Right the risk now. To, the risk yeah. to people, because we can't survive there. No. The risk to assets, uh, everything that it would take just to get it up and running, it's just not really worthwhile. We don't have... We don't have the technology well, in the short term, to, to yeah. make it happen. In the short term, yeah. But I'm saying long term, no matter what the things happen in between now and then, it would it, it, the you would that the person to make it break through. That's why Elon Musk is concentrating on Mars because he wants to be able to take the resources. But from look Mars. at him. Just recently, he's been talking about um, he doesn't have enough liquid assets. Yeah, because. He's involved in all that shit. Well, and he needs government help, and they're going to make you sure that you go to them. Well, that's mm-hmm. I mean they're using NASA to help launch his stuff and stuff right there. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. even even with a guy like Elon Musk, this billionaire, mm-hmm. even his yeah, risk to reward, an he's individual like, can't do man. it. An individual can't do it. It takes a collective. Sure. Right? Yeah. So, but that's just considering right now. You know, think about it in the future. Yeah. So, like, if if we if we can, you know, send like we've sent um like a rover to Mars. Yeah, yeah, we sent a rover to Mars. You know, to to scope shit out, and we found water on Mars because of the rover. Why can't we do the same thing with the moon? See, you know, what's up. See what's habitable. See what's you know the most sustainable for human life. Mm-hmm. In, I'm not talking right now. I'm talking like in the yeah. future, you know? Well, I think we know more about the moon than we know about Mars. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, get to know more, to, mm-hmm. to know, like, okay, this is a fail-proof plan this here. Mm-hmm. So then does that mean the risk is, you know, and the risk and reward are equal? Or, like, do you think it would be worth it to go on the moon even? We've been to the moon. I mean, yeah. I mean, colonize the moon. Yeah. I'm saying that the risk is manufactured. The uh, the rewards are endless. So yeah. no matter okay. no matter no matter what the initial risk is, whatever price we put on it, you know, 
whether it, you know it's Elon or, or the you know an international community, mm-hmm. like the the advantages and the information alone that you get from like say for instance just the International Space Station, mm-hmm. collaborative effort from multiple governments, they they have countless experiments and things that they've been doing that we've learned so much from that we benefited from like on, on Earth with with materials uh, the technology alone. Is, is 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 pushing uh, for our industries to you know pretty much transform mm-hmm. hopefully <laughs> hopefully um, before See, it's all too late but yeah well, but it, um, but we've already done it so the the risk is mitigated by the fact that we've already collectively worked to put this in space why not go the next step further you know and put it on the moon it doesn't seem like a very high risk to me well let's say okay so Even let's say we in we terms of human life yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Regarding mm-hmm. that, l- mm-hmm. let's say we go there and we colonize and we're there for 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say for some reason, the gravity on the moon fucks with us whenever Space it takes sickness. years and years. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's say, let's say that happens and many, you know, innocent people die because of it. Mm-hmm. Would the risk then, would you still feel the same about the risk and the reward? I mean, I don't think that's any more risk than what's on this planet. But, True. Yeah. yeah but so. you know, there's always going to be, but it's, it's, I think it's necessary to, mm-hmm. is because as long as we're doing it purposefully with like saying, okay, well, let's make sure that we're at least monitoring mm-hmm. the risk as it happens so that if something does happen in that effect, we'd be able to help. But mm-hmm. the fact is so short. I mean, like I said, it's only three days away. It just makes really a lot of sense like to use this gift to our advantage so we can, you know, not destroy ourselves on this planet, but maybe go to some other ones. And, you know, because we have so much more to learn. So mm-hmm. if we want to get to that next step as far as like, I guess, the social and emotional uh, evolution of man. Uh, is going to progress, you know, it's going to be reflected in our collective technologies. So do you think the people, okay, well, what do you think, uh, if we colonize the moon, Mm -hmm. do you think the people will have to wear spacesuits while they're there always, or do you think we'll find a way to put uh, oxygen in its atmosphere and keep it there? It's going to be an opportunity to do all that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to get to see what works so Mm -hmm. that we can think of it like a Petri dish to test out what we're going to need to do to to take this next step to Mars. Mm -hmm. You know, so like we're going to have this Good bit of information that works objectively just on the moon, mm-hmm. but a lot of those principles will be able to use to to get further. You know, so it's like we're investing in uh, giving ourselves an easier route to the rest of the solar system, as opposed to you know not even getting that far. You know, with uh, the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. So the idea is already there. We just haven't made the progression to the moon yet. That's what I'm trying to like say as far as mitigating risk. It's already been mitigated through what we've been doing in just empty space. So the moon shouldn't be that much different. But we do need to know more about it. So we mm-hmm. need to send more qualified people up there and actually you know have systems that create qualified people <laughs> I, see, I see what you're saying yeah um but we have to be organized i mean people have been doing uh, uh stuff with this uh kind of thing for science and uh you know exploration for such a long time and every time it was organized really well uh, you know and a lot of people had resource and access uh to a lot of things to make it happen so we have to give that to people the tools to do it so i mean we can keep making excuses about risk and stuff but we have the tools to get there already why aren't you know, were you using them to, to get to the next step? Money. Uh, not a good excuse. Favors. <laughs> hey, it's a good excuse. Not a good excuse for us. Yeah. But, you know. But we don't have money, so. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's why, that's, you know. Yeah. But the people who want, who people who have a lot of money want yeah. to keep that money and, you know, not possibly, because I feel like some people who have been, like for the government, for example, if they're, mm-hmm. if they're short-sighted about it and they don't see, you know, the potential you know, money they could be getting back from it, they're not going to want to send people to the moon because well, they don't see it profitable. Yeah, but they want to keep it for themselves. They don't want well, to yeah, share it exactly. with Yeah, exactly. That's what That's I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Those people in high power who have that money, they don't want to share it with, because they, yeah. they're on Earth, they're fine here. Well, and, and, and 
rightfully so, a lot of us aren't doing that well. They haven't created a very good enough environment for us to flourish, and so a lot of us aren't doing that well in general with our mental health or mm -hmm. with our intelligence being developed in a way for us to even get that far. Right. A very small percentage of people would be eligible to go. Mm -hmm. well, but but like broadening it a little bit for us at least start creating good people again. You I know, don't, I don't know. I don't know though that well a, more good people. I didn't say there's no. <laughs> <one, you know? laughs> I don't think a new spot is going to change that. You don't think that the like at least give us the opportunity to learn from our mistakes? I don't think people are going to no. learn. No? I don't think people are going to learn. I think they're going to take the same values that they have here and take them to the moon. Well, humanity's a lost cause. Look at history. Look I at mean, yeah. History I have a history degree, buddy. I don't know. Look like, at all of us, man. Look how look how well it's working for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Because yeah. you, you, I feel like if you want a different society on the moon, you have to send a lot of very like-minded people to the moon. You have to, to start it on Earth first, right? Right. Yeah, you have yeah. to send a lot of very like-minded people saying. to the moon. And really, all you're doing is expanding the problem. Right. I think so, too. Well, with the Ultimately. opportunity that America had with being the melting pot, mm -hmm. right? remember how we had the same opportunity. You oh, know, for 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 such a long time, when we, when we made black people drink out of separate water fountains. Of course, yeah, well, we, yeah. We took their water away in Flint, and they're having to you know go get it every week from a pickup station. I don't think our pot ever really melted. I don't, we're, well, I've heard it more. <laughs> I've heard it referred to as a salad bowl right. more than a melting. Yeah. Well, we had yeah, the opportunity yeah, yeah. to do Some it. Some people pick out the we, tomatoes. Then we then the oil and the water kind of separated, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. They tend but to do that. They ain't gonna have that choice on the moon. They're gonna have to work together or kill each other. Well, the destruction isn't an option because you, you can get more collectively done than out of, you know as, as opposed to destroying someone that stands in your way like you can with the US government well that's what I'm saying I don't have a say in the US government that's why they're trying to keep me from having one you think but would on the if moon? there's okay so if there's if well, there's that, money it would be an independent government on the moon you have a self government but how do you know that if, if yeah, people if people have laid stake who's getting you there huh who's getting you there all of us Who's all of us? Well, uh, what, if the what if the government the pays with the for most, it? The people with the most favors yeah. are the ones getting you there. What if the government pays for it and then they lay stake? Like we said earlier, if they yeah. lay stake on this moon, we're just in a big revolution. We're, we're in we're in territories. Then at that point, because if China has this part of the moon, America mm -hmm. has this part of the moon, and there's a lot of money to be made in it, yeah, so why wouldn't we, people be going to war on the moon for certain territories? How do we convince these people with all the power to I don't not know have if, any? I don't know if you can. Uh, I mean, uh -huh. mm. tricky. Let it go. The, the, because it's all an illusion anyway. Yeah? Yeah. Is it? Yes. Uh, Very much so. I mean, it's just a reason to destroy one another. If I can get you to kill him for me, mm -hmm. that is not much of an illusion. Right, but That's there's not much power. to learn from a dead person. No, but there's a lot to take. Uh, not from Felix. <laughs> Maybe not from Felix. That's very fair. That's very fair. Maybe not I can have a trailblazer. Now, Randy, you, you, you get a shitty cool 03 trailblazer, and yeah. you get you get some cool shoes. So you're saying I should it. kill you to take your stuff? No, I'm you got saying cooler stuff than I'm Felix. saying you should. <laughs> no, talk. I'm telling you oh, that you should kill Randy. You want to split his stuff? Exactly. Ah, you're done for, Randy. See, <laughs> see. Now we're talking. We can have like we can now have like custody of the Tesla. You get him like one week, and I get him the other week. I'll buy a judge. We'll rewrite the law. Yeah, only I can drive Teslas. Yeah. <laughs> Hand it over, Randy. Mm -hmm. yeah, sorry, That's already buddy. happening. That's Our moon is at. already falling apart. What's already happening? That's what I'm getting at. All these things you talk about, we're obviously already dealing with them, but sure. I'm saying mm -hmm. that the moon would offer us like a new role to instead of, like, like I said, you want to destroy something, destruction is no longer a part of our new role, at, 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 like, say, humans on the moon researching things. We, we're going to be too busy working and trying to build a life, you know, and build the civilization on the moon. It's happened in other places on, on the planet. We're going to so. do that. We're going to do that as... as these two coffee cups and fuck all these other cans. Well, <laughs> well, no, because what I'm saying though is, is that these cans, there's gonna be moon cans. You want moon cans? No, you don't. 
No. You don't know it yet, but you want moon cans. Wait, <laughs> what is a moon would, can? I'm so confused these right moon now. Cans, <laughs> these moon cans are going to do all the hard work for these two coffee cups, oh. or these coffee cups are going to crush these fucking cans. So division of labor. Everyone does the same work. This can has the same amount of water but in it. But that's, that that's the ideal, that's the uh, ideal, the yeah. ideal situation, but, right? But that doesn't mean it's going to happen. But well, this we coffee cup. Happen. We have to, this, but. This coffee mm-hmm. cup paid for all these cans you know to be Randy? here. I really appreciate your cups, but you can keep them. I don't want to be possessed <laughs> by your cups. <laughs> you seem to be possessed by all of these things, you know? Like, uh, let's talk about that. Like, the whole idea of ownership these and, are, and, and possession. These of, are examples. Of just, right. But we, we all struggle to, like, you know, just kind of have the things necessary to make our lives, you know, as easy and convenient as possible. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I got the I wants all the time. Well, yeah, but that the heart of desire, you don't need that much to survive. But, but we can right. be real about how much it takes for people to survive, like, to need water. They mm-hmm. need shelter. They need food. So you can math, like, just the humans on this planet and see how much shit we go through in a year, which most of the time we go through a year's worth of shit in half the time, mm-hmm. and to manage the resources better so that we can end up going to cool places without having to fight over moon cans. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but let's be okay. fair. Oh. As an example, mm-hmm. you saw me when I had just those bare necessities. Yeah. I was not very happy. Right, but you have a purpose. Like I was saying, like you t- that's something to do you know, with the reward. So you want to you have a, a hard reward for a hard, you know, some reciprocity. Bingo. So mm-hmm. if we can set that up, which isn't that hard, we've done it before, then we can definitely go and colonize the moon. But why can't we just do that here? Well, because we haven't worked hard enough to make it happen here yet. So what's the difference in doing it here and doing it on the moon? Because we're going to have to do both if we want to survive. But if it's but if it's already colonized and everything's already figured out, then what happens? You go to the next one. <laughs> go to the next one? Okay, so you go yeah. to the next one, right? Uh-huh. Colonize it. Rob, you're everything, just spreading right? like cancer, man. So, so okay. I'm a cancer. What's <laughs> <laughs> we'll up about astrology? That'll be fun. <laughs> we have, like, it's all colonized. Everything's good. We're now living on the moon and earth right mm-hmm. we have all these resources on the moon we have all this shit on the moon mm-hmm. let's say there's a new oil that appears on the moon that's space much more effective than the oil. oil we have on earth yeah. right yeah. so then once we're already colonized and we already have these sects of like like china and in america and all this stuff that's on the moon why yeah. why couldn't once that's already done, we're already done, you know, being peace, happy, whatever, and everything's worked together, do you think people will go back to their old ways? Because yes, people absolutely. on Earth want that moon oil. Well, The well, commodities are mine. See, okay, here's, right. here's the thing. Uh, on the moon, because we have to explore it and mm-hmm. find out exactly what's on it. Right. So we wouldn't know if there is or not yet until we figure that out. Right, right. Hypothetically. Most, hypothetically. But in most cases, especially on Earth, you see what we've done with oil. Mm-hmm. We, we've, we've greedily tried to get all of it. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we're controlling it, trickling out of wherever, and we're you know, trying to you know, keep it going as long as possible. Um, now, if there's something new that we can not necessarily exploit but use... By then, hopefully, we would have had the information necessary to see what we would have to do with that stuff without it destroying any of the the moon's processes. So, you know what I'm saying? With, so, with people going to the moon, do you think people on Earth will change their ideals? Like, big government, like, will be like, okay, you know what? We all do need to work together, and we need to make this easy for everybody because that's what they did on the moon to colonize well, it. Well, and it's not necessarily going to be easy. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's going to be a lot of work. Of course, but, yeah. But having, like you said, some payoff for this work. So, uh not just status, but being able to live on the moon and, and being able to have like uh, create something that you know is going to last more than just however long you're going to last. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're trying to you're trying to sell me on living in an environment that I'm not meant to be in, as opposed to staying here. Well, okay, hypothetically, let's say let's oh, say you're it's, meant it's to be very... an environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're meant well, to be an environment. 
This is where we this yeah. is where we adapted and yeah. we evolved and we're we used to fit be, for this environment. We used to be in the ocean too, didn't we? That's true. Mm-hmm. And then we evolved to be on land. Yeah. So you're talking about the cultural and social evolution of man on another planet. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to basically uh, pay attention to it, similar to how we do it here, except for with less war, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, though. You, I don't think we can. We well, can't do it. If we can't do it here, we can't do it on the moon. See, we can't but, do it in Mars. We can't do we it on the moon. Okay, so I don't see, think we've tried it here is what I'm saying. I don't think we've really I tried see, it. I see it on both ends of the yeah. spectrum, right? I see what you're saying yeah. in that we have, you know, yes, right? A lot of things. I think that's Kung Fu fight, Randy. Be, I think you're feeding the machine. <laughs> I don't know, I'm man. the machine. I don't know, man. The There's a machine to feed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I kind of agree in, with Randy in the aspect that, like, we – I don't know if us – on earth will be able to adapt to that moon lifestyle right that mm-hmm. everyone works together lifestyle yeah i don't know if the people on earth will be able to change those ideals as long as the one percent in the very powerful people are still in power yeah so you, so so do, even though this is all a good idea how do you dismantle all those people that like i said how do you let them how do you um, make it uh, i guess apparent to them to it would be beneficial for them to let go Here's of i don't thing. know those yeah. people, i don't know how those, could you those people that are in power it's not that they're bad people. No, it's that they have power. Replace them with us, yeah. and it's the it's same the story. You need a better role to play. It's right? It's the exact same yeah. story. Mm-hmm. If you have the same money, if you if you're living a great life on Earth with a bunch of money, and you know you're very happy with all this money that mm-hmm. you've made, why would you want to change your ways? Bottom bottom line, if you give me the power to make the rules, I'm gonna bend them to benefit me. Of course, everyone yeah. would, right? Of course, exactly. Yes. Well, this brings a larger thing into question. If we are going to have a, uh, I guess, uh, a non-subjective sort of view, we're gonna have to find. An unobjective source to help us balance us out, which AI is back to robots. Back to robots. Well, using it as a tool to help us mm-hmm. ebb our own human corruption is going to give us a chance to at least point out, like, hey, look That's at all this I evidence. Terminators. <laughs> no, it's not. That's a fantasy. I love Terminators. Uh, robots don't have an agenda. They're benign. They're programmed. Mm-hmm. But if they're programmed, programmed by with, what? If they're programmed, robots. If they're programmed <laughs> with that agenda. <laughs> If they're programmed with that agenda, yeah. then what's to stop Execute them? Order 66, Randy. It, yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. But and what I, are we? What are we? We're just controlled by well, that's this big I'm, old thing in our head. Are we? <laughs> well, I mean, what, <laughs> what do you think we're controlled by? Our circumstances. Right. Yeah. But we process it through our brain. Well, we try. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. What else Some do we, do what else do we process it through? Um, the physical the, 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 the physical universe is the main vehicle, I would right. say. Yeah. Physical universe that mm-hmm. you... Taken right, yeah. right, 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 right. So what? Okay, so you think we're controlled by the universe, or well, as far as control goes, I I, I don't think that there's a lot that we can do, even though we try to hold mm-hmm. on to power and control to to, to maintain any of that for sort of a long time. That's what I'm saying. The whole idea is folly. You okay, know what I'm getting okay. Like just the whole concept seems like we know we can't maintain power and control forever. Why are we going to try and have a regressive system built well, on those? Okay, right, right. Yeah. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is comparing us to robots, right? Yeah, yeah. we are. Let's say, for lack of a better term, let's say we're programmed from a very young age mm-hmm. to act how our parents taught us to act mm-hmm. and how, you know, our society has shaped us, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we hold all that in our brain mm-hmm. and we see things. It goes to our brain, it, you know, tells us what we're seeing. We talk. It comes from our brain and mm-hmm. it's kind of like our motherboard. Yeah. So what kind of once we're programmed and everything, we have all these experiences and we use that that input for everyday situations what's to separate us well the uh the wisdom gained from failure okay see uh humans have been able to you know at least turn all of this you know to into other things like, mm-hmm. like, like ai and stuff 
A, the AI failure isn't isn't a physical one. Mm -hmm. It's a numerical one. Okay. So the new numbers are going to eventually work themselves out. Right. So it's just an eventuality that's going to happen at some point. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. It, it adapts because of failure, right? Mm -hmm. So what's what's to separate us? Because the I mean, the not right now. So let's say not right now. Yeah. But there's so let's say there's a robot. He's been programmed to learn as mm -hmm. his robot life progresses. Yeah. What's to separate us? Well, I think that. Uh, there will be separation initially, but the integration of the two right. is what's going to eventually happen. Right. So, mm -hmm. like using these tools, we already have it. We're autonomous mm -hmm. with this, mm -hmm. but For eventually, sure. eventually, I mean, we'll either retain autonomy mm -hmm. and work with this, or you know, other, our information, or we'll have a better vehicle to help our organs and our physical being, like, mm -hmm. to, to to be able to transcend and go and have special roles to go explore Mars because I have a robot suit that's, now. Mm -hmm. My consciousness can be transferred. That's what I expect. Yeah. Well, see, but the, the construction of a consciousness how do you, and a human experience, yeah. how do you how do you contain it or rather transfer it? So that, that that's an, that's the one thing that I think like some uh, some folks are going to have a hard time with because we're just now getting to the point where we can control stuff with our minds. You know, people mm -hmm. who are handicapped can sure. use mm -hmm. programs mm -hmm. to, you know, uh, like to talk, and we've come a long way. Yeah, for sure. sure. Um, and I don't want to go patting ourselves on the back too quick, but it, it does seem like the next logical step in just us being separate as we are now and the integration of the bo both of those things will eventually happen, uh, but it's going to be the people with the most favors. So It, it will, and, and yeah. that's how it works. Well, well but that's, that's how it's how always works. worked. That's how it works right now and how it yeah. has that's always how it's worked. Always worked. But well, it hasn't always worked that way, but in the oh. current system, yes. Uh, in closed systems, different civilizations, depending on their resource, it, it's always centered around scarcity of resources. So there's only going to be so many electronics to go around to make you but those, this ascended being. But those resources put the price equate on it, to favors. It's to a degree, but there's a disconnect. So there's no since, since the favors value fluctuates, there's no way to, to find specifically what like with the number that's the bridge. The numerical value that AI offers with the perceived value on what we have with the actual amount of stuff that there actually is in the physical realm. Mm. Well then it turns yeah. into, yeah, mm -hmm. more of who has the most because yeah. that's where the value comes from. Mm -hmm. well, just yeah. who has but who more. but who is legally allowed to have all this that's what i'm saying like, if we rewrite the rules to take it out of the human's hands because obviously we're doing a bad job with it we can work with our tools mm -hmm. to at least be smart about what we're doing with our stuff you know because but I mean, programmed by humans right well i mean to a degree like i said we already talked about the programming itself mm -hmm. yeah at the end of the day i mean yeah. that's where it's got to start but i think that mm -hmm. can snowball uh, I mean, we've already seen robots that can that can learn. And, yeah, and, mm -hmm. yeah. I saw one do gymnastics from Boston. It was mm -hmm. crazy. There is this. Uh, there's this show on YouTube. Um, it's called Mind Field, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they were talking about this uh, as well. There's this little app uh, you can go on your computer. It's called Cleverbot. Mm -hmm. You can talk to it just yeah. like it's a regular person. Mm -hmm. They did a dating show mm -hmm. with two real people and a Cleverbot with that would respond to the questions. Yeah. And, you know, one person picked Cleverbot to date out of, like, four people. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a learning – it's it's shallow, but look, it's a, it's a learning AI. Yeah. You it know. brings up another interesting point. Uh, I think that the integration, like, mm -hmm. in, in my own personal opinion, to move this conversation a little bit more, like, in a way that we can talk about, like, okay uh, – Dating, the dating, you said, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. Tinder, picked the bot. Right. So are we going to be able to uh, construct our partners out of our wants and desires? Yes, I sure. think so. You think so? I think so. Yeah. I, 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 I think, think at some point, if not, I wouldn't yeah. say, like, soon, but I think in the future for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, is that is that going to be necessary for us to integrate with the 
the next species we're creating, this uh, pseudo uh, human. Necessary? I don't no. know about necessary. What, well, what, what, is, uh, what necessitates us to do this then? To make uh, what, like androids? Well, to, to seek out uh, the attentions of something that isn't tangibly real. You know, something that's in our head. Something that fits our wants and needs that isn't really like compromising with the physical realm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let me think. So, okay. So, a good question. Yeah, yeah. So, you have, let's say you have this robot and mm-hmm. uh, she's like your your dream girl, you right? You gendered she's, a robot? I did. Oh, no. Well, I gave this robot, a, I gave this robot a vagina. <laughs> the robot identifies Robo as a girl. Vagina. Why? Because you say yes. Because I mm. gave it a vagina and uh, programmed it to just making it up. Identify as a girl. Obviously. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? So you got a girl robot. I do have a girl robot. Okay, sounds sexy. So I think you know. <laughs> how would you be able to reproduce with said robot? Would you put oh. Would you put ovaries and would you put you know a womb and everything in this robot? To make this, you know, robot child, well, like this android, and what? How would that one. translate over? That's a good one. I mean, uh, the DNA that we have, the the double helix, mm-hmm. they, they've already been busting it apart and putting mm-hmm. like uh, how many like how many gigabytes we're transferring for <laughs> we how, ejaculate. Yeah. Uh, how, so how many years has the designer baby conversation been mm-hmm. happening? Like so or cloning? Yep. We talked about cloning. Yeah, yeah, cloning. Yeah, 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 cloning. Shit. Yeah. Like I'm that important. I mean, my genes are so good. Let's yeah. make more. I love me. Yeah. <laughs> I love me. So and narcissism, t- narcissism too. Isn't that great? I got a lot of that. I feel like everyone's yeah. got at least a little bit of it. I mean, you have to as an individual, right? right? Yeah. Well, well that, that's if part you of live what... in an individualistic society, for mm-hmm. sure. Well, I think if you that's... live collectivistic, maybe uh, not. Maybe you like order better than you nah. like yourself. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because I think part <laughs> of the narcissism is what keeps people alive. It's a synthesis. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Now, you still have you still have standouts, like the Joan of Arc situation we were talking about. Someone yeah. who is ready to give up their... A martyr, a martyr figure, yeah. Yep. For the collective. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are few and far between. I feel like because of well, yeah, that's what makes them. That's what makes them so special, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what makes them so special is that you know they're not they're they're ready to put that narcissism aside for the greater good. Well, they understand that like uh, well, and that's what I was trying to say earlier. Well, you know, who's got their most favors? What we have to tell these people eventually is that hey, you can enjoy all this stuff for only so long. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a clock on it. Oh, yeah. So, like, let's be realistic about the new kind of things we can enjoy if we were you know to to not. Like, do you need three houses? You know, do you need? Do we need a military that uh, sucks up a lot of uh, energy and resources? I mean, well, yeah. Could... How else am I going to take Felix's trailblazer, man? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That thing uh, is with sick. With the sun, that I don't... thing is sick. It's got a sunroof. Yeah, yeah it's got a sunroof. <laughs> it's got a sunroof. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we would obviously have to think of better ways to to move ourselves around. But whenever we come, like I said, whenever we have to come to the wall of the this uh, artificial intelligence and be met with the truth, we're not going to really have much to be able to argue with value, whatever else is like. There's only so much gold on the planet. We can only make so many rings for so many people. You know, like uh, okay, so then what's the value? So you have to come up with the the, the numerical value, and and that's what I'm trying to say with the perceived value of anything outside of like just this planet is infinite tied to because it's unknown it's an unknown and it's an actually tangible thing but until it is known well we have to put a value on it so right we exactly. can't do that until we get it in, right uh, and then when we put a value on it catch 22 well no it, it, it could actually help us actually get there you know because then the moon dollar will be worth the <laughs> <earth> dollar <laughs> yeah i yeah, don't know yeah. man i don't know i don't know <laughs> well uh well, i don't know if i could see it not working out the same way that it does here. Yeah. Well, we. Have but to... that just might be short-minded of me. Well, that might be, you know. Let's give it the old college try. 
Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> you know, let's give it the old college. We, we did it. We did it once in America. Let's it's, do it again at the moon. You know, let's put college on the moon. Yeah, we see how great moon, moon college. Here. The Wongs. Don't the, the no Wongs own all Mars. They don't own Moon. You know, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> how do you Toronto. own Mars? Right. I traded it for a bead. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like um, it's it's interesting that uh, you know we we pretty much be able to cover so much with just us like in, like uh, trying. What they're trying to do with that, like I was saying earlier, uh, with, with dating and the, the creation of, you know, what our, we need, our needs, our human mm-hmm. needs. If we could actually, like, because I think they're already trying to do it with, with like, uh, with emojis or commodifying the value of what humans have and need. Mm-hmm. And with trying, emojis? Well, an expression through emojis. Like, for instance, uh, Facebook used to have a like button. And now there's, like, like it to, you know, are you sad? Are you angry? They want to know how you feel about it so then they can make sense of how humans digest what they're given so obviously it's only to come it, it's only so that they can feed more to you right and, and make more favors yeah mm-hmm. but they're not making real favors they're making the intangible ones on the internet I and mean, my, my feelings aren't tangible mm-hmm. they're making real favors i mean it, it goes i don't know man Without i think action they're making real favors. i think if they they make the favors and then they can turn them into tangible favors i mean they could but they're running out aren't they they're having to talk to the chinese government about how many favors you let me make no well <laughs> well yeah that's yeah. true that's true uh, but that's because that's who's giving them the favors mm-hmm. <sighs> it's well, I I am my phone's favorite person, so I'm gonna treat myself <laughs> as fair as possible. <laughs> possible. Um, but yeah, like it's it, it's an interesting part of how we've come so far. Mm-hmm. But bridging the gap to the next part of it is like, how are we gonna be able to do anything when no one has any favors? Mm. Well, barter. Yeah, there's gonna be one guy with all those favors. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Look, it's, the favors go somewhere. Well, the Romans did the same thing. I mean, the mafia and the whole thing was fa- based off the favors. So, that's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's basically that. Mm-hmm. That right there is basically my whole point. This mm-hmm. is a giant cycle. Well, it's, it's a new cycle though. Like the the, the other parts of our history that we didn't get to cover because Romans relatively new in the whole like scheme of things. But like for instance, if you're going to talk about like a more sandbox version of civilization, you can talk about it anywhere because there's so many dead ones that have happened dep- depending on the resources. Mm-hmm. So that's my point. Mm-hmm. Though, this well, yeah. is just a big cycle. Same thing, still same thing happened, yeah. you know, long times ago, like caste mm-hmm. systems and all that shit, you know. Still happening. None of this, yeah, is, right. None of this <laughs> yeah. is new. Yeah, I think it's well, been around. It's I a think newer for version a very... of the same old thing. You know? it's, a, it's a same version with newer things. With uh, more technology. Uh, with right. more... It's easier to do. I think, it's, I think it's the old version just evolved mm-hmm. it's know? a new version just stuffed with more shit yeah. yeah right that's all it is i think yeah yeah it sounds like we need to get stuffed with more shit <laughs> i do <laughs> i might enjoy getting stuffed with more yeah. shit every now and then. people are really like people really like getting stuffed with shit nowadays <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and there's enough <laughs> shit to go around I, I i feel like there's enough shit just for me that's why i'm trying to give it to you guys so like let's just it's stuff each other it's a you know big three-way stuffery it's a lot of shit <laughs> I feel full of shit. Yeah. It's almost like there's so much shit to go around. Like, uh, how, we were talking about it earlier, getting it out there, having something yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. So when is the value of our character going to be worth something from the guys with favors? They already have all the favors. What do you mean <laughs> value of our character worth something? Like, well, like what, what, having something to say. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, obviously, you know, if I'm going to say, hey, guy, uh, you're doing really well. Uh, are you interested in you know seeing something you haven't seen before? Mm. Yeah, like what? Well, I mean they're already putting rich folks in space. Have have a uh, I guess um, what a tourist thing in to the moon? You know, be whalers on the moon. Mm. <laughs> but but be, then you're already monetizing the moon. 
Well, I'm saying working within a system that we were already identified as being mm. the same old thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. So, like, if you're going to give these people a new experience, then that may be one way to you know, do what they do, exploit their emotional weaknesses to have a new experience to mm-hmm. be able to go on the moon and find out what's there and at least say, hey, I was on the moon. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, that, <laughs> doesn't that just further funnel the favors there? Well, like you said, it's the same system. He, so if, if you want if you want to be able to have some sort of reciprocity between the two, you could. I'm saying because they've already done that to do with the world. So working within that system of favors, we've already done it to get there. So why not, you know, change it a little to, to push people towards that way instead of just keeping this endless war bullshit happening. I mean, I think a lot of things better than just keep fighting one another. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, yeah. you know, I enjoy the ideas of war and fighting and all that shit, but yeah. I've, I, I don't know. I think it's just from things that I've grown up with and things I've seen, mm-hmm. it's almost inevitable. Yeah, well, which I think I mean, American especially. But, right, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, not like even. I said before, it's it can be very short-minded of me, you know, I'm probably not thinking about We're the just bigger human. picture. But yeah. at the same time, man, that's all that I've seen ever is just war and how, oh, yeah. you well, know. Well, I think it, just like you said, I think it's inevitable. Right. Because, like, the Hong Kong situation, you have people who want their rights conflicts inevitable and yeah and how do you how do you how do you stop conflict how do you fight conflict well you manage conflict by forming governments that are representative of the people that have needs that obviously aren't being met that doesn't always but then but yeah but then let's say you make let's say you make that moon government hasn't let's say you make that moon government well there's been people playing you know with different toys to make sure it doesn't happen i mean we go to war to make sure it doesn't happen. Every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, you have David that slays the giant. But more often than not, the giant crushes David. I mean, but that's a false dichotomy in the Bible, bud. It, we're not doing. We're dealing with David and Goliath. We're dealing with just bullies. It's just it well, basically, that's, yeah. That's what I'm right. saying. So let's go. Let's go to that. Let's take that as an example. Yeah. So well, how many times did you get a wedgie in high school? I mean, I don't, I don't want to remember that. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. fucked up, Randy. But how do, but how You're an you, asshole. But how do you stop that? I, how do you well, stop the bully in the s- face? Bingo. Yeah. yeah. But bingo. you don't destroy them. No, but you fuck them up. Well, you let them know that to respect your autonomy, right? But, but, mm, here's the thing. Yeah. But, okay, so yeah. Well, Violet I don't know. I think, it de- I think it depends on the bully, man. Yeah. It depends on the bully. Is the bully trying to destroy That's very, you and take your shit, or are they just trying to give you shit? I think it's I think it's very subjective to the bully and mm-hmm. the person being bullied. You know, like circumstances. So yeah, let's say let's say it's a bully who's just being an asshole to be an a- to be an asshole. He's hey, he's got a great life at home. Whatever. Yeah. He's just a fucking asshole. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's be real. If you can't fun. connect with that bully, yeah. The only way that you can you know get your point across to not be bullied anymore is just to you might have to throw a fucking punch or two mm-hmm. but let's say let's say that you know he has a very rough home life and this bully you know mm-hmm. his dad beats him and da, 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 and all this shit if you can relate to the bully and somehow become his friend mm-hmm. like you know you were saying with the moon kind of situation yeah then you can stop the bully. No it's way. Just, that dude's gonna call you no, a pussy no, and push you no, no, in no, the no, creek. No, 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 no. I'm saying it, you're saying I'm that's, telling you. You're saying that's never, never happened. That sounds like it happened Rarely. recently. I feel <laughs> rare. <laughs> it's still a fresh on Randy's. Rarely. Mind. I think. But yeah, we've all I been bullied, know, haven't we? Sure. Yeah, we've all been bullied and coerced in some sort of way. Yeah. So, but making light of uh, the fact that, like, okay, you know, you said conflicts unavoidable. Yes. But handling the conflict and in, in, in growing up, you realize that you're going to have to deal with it because it's part of being a human. Right. right? And the way For people sure. handle them are very subjective. Yeah. But but in a sense of saying, like, there's a difference between going out of your way to take out your frustrations on someone else, which is the cycle of bullying. usually happens from a poor home life or for circumstances beyond someone else's control. Mm-hmm. They're reflected in their person's behavior. It's not necessarily the person's fault at all. 
their fault, but you know they, they're definitely being coerced or bullied by their own circumstances. Mm-hmm. So it's just a cycle that keeps going. Like the similar sort of one is like just abuse in general, the abusive cycle. So so how do you deconstruct that cycle and keep it from happening? You can't keep it from happening, obviously, because we've established that humans are going to have this trouble no matter what. Mm-hmm. So you create a better system to deal with that conflict. Right. So so, so and like I I try to make friends with my bullies. Like you, you said too, it's the best thing to do. Make just because because then you come to an understanding. But you just make sure that you respect each other's autonomy. That's what I'm saying. Like with, with Hong Kong and how they're on their home turf, they have autonomy on their home turf. So that puts them in a role to at least defend themselves from a bully. And we should be able to at least defend ourselves. But we don't have to be aggressive to defend. We can just at least say, hey, respect my autonomy. But yeah, yeah. doesn't always work. Though. I feel I, <laughs> me personally, I think, you know, like I was saying before, it's yeah. all subjective. Sure. I feel like some let's say some governments will take it better than others. Mm-hmm. I don't think our government. I think our government is just the bully mm-hmm. to fuck with people, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think that he can be coerced. He already knows his autonomy is respected, and if they don't respect it, he can respect it himself yeah. because he, you know, they have money and they have power mm-hmm. and all this shit. Who needs to respect you when I've got power and no one's stopping me? You have to deconstruct the whole role of bully, right? Right, exactly, mm-hmm. but how? Well, you I realize mean, that we all get to play it if we want to, right? As yeah. far as, uh, you know, we can all act a certain way, but realizing that... Um, that it's not necessarily conducive to the best outcome, like personal outcome. That, that's what has to be happening. You, you, you said, you know, most people just think about themselves. But they have to realize that by acting this way, it reflects poorly on them and their character to where they're going to be. And later on, like what's going to happen to them, they're going to get bullied or have something bad happen to them. And then mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know, karmic justice. So stop the cycle and have, you know, take a breath, be understanding, say, hey, listen, you know, obviously – Instead of acting emotionally, we can say, "Hey, you know what's what's really going on? What are you thirsty? You need a hug, you know? <laughs> like, uh, what, what's happening?" And we can instead of you know trying to attack conflict through aggression and with like you know direct conflict with the bullying shit. Yeah, but um, but these big you bullies, can still, yeah, yeah. Say what that, do they need? Say that to say that to you yeah. know someone who's got that shit home. Yeah, life, what do you need? Dad beats the fuck they out need, of him. They need to they need to establish dominance over someone weaker than them, just like it's been done to them. Yeah. So what do you do against a bully? You get some friends. And then you deconstruct that bully role by saying, hey, we can all be friends and work together in crafting new roles as part of like a group or collective. But you know? like, that's why gangs get started. And mm-hmm. when he says, fuck you, you little fucking fuck, <laughs> then what do you do? I mean, it's just words. It's not like Well, he hurts okay, you. but like, like but I was he's saying, still, but, but like, he's he still, still beats the shit out of you. He's still fucking with you. Well, you, you, you can't just run away. You gotta keep. You gotta keep asking him, hey, be my friend. Well, well, well no, you just, you, uh, you, you avoid him. Like, but uh, how do you avoid okay. it if you live? So now expand it to mm-hmm. a governmental situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you avoid the government? That's fucking. You don't. You don't. You, like I said, you deconstruct the role of a bully, like the, the government having uh, autonomy on its own terms, as opposed to uh, flexing that autonomy globally as a bully. Mm-hmm. And we worry about uh, like local issues. I mean, we how how long has local have local things been ignored? So if we can localize our uh, you know our focus. Then we can move past this oppressive bully role that we keep going in circles around the world with, you know. So like we have to deconstruct that from the start. On an individual level, it's tough, but I mean, you still learn to, to deal with it. Whether you, you know, you I've been faced with conflict as well, and and sure. you're being you're being coerced, you know, with with this constant threat, mm-hmm. and then they're the willing fear. But like I like I said, in order to understand where that's coming from, like and it took a long time for me to say, well, obviously this person's being bullied, and this is why this keeps going. The same thing with like uh, you know um, child abuse and and everything else, all the regressive parts uh, of what we've been experiencing in our lives and seeing other people experience same similar things. Um, 
we need better environments to be able to control for better outcomes. So basically mm-hmm. what you're saying, if I'm collect if I'm soaking this in, right? Sure. So you have to sweet talk uh this giant into uh looking at your point of view. Not necessarily. You can, but it's basically saying that like, hey, giant, it's not just one versus one where you're you're gonna be bigger than me, but I have people backing me i i i'm part of a bigger group of people that you can't bully because you can't bully the collective it's just like a herd mentality kind of thing like uh almost tribalistic and that's why you see so much divisiveness where everyone's on their own side that's why that's why wolves separate the one from the from the herd right lions yeah same thing uh Mm -hmm. which well they leave from the back like wolves leave from the back and the weakest ones are up front right they separate the animals in a hunt to attack in a hunt yeah Yeah. they separate fit hunt yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. yeah, only the most fit hunt. So, but so, when they when they when they're hunting a herd, yeah. they'll separate the calf from its mother and from the rest of the herd mm-hmm. and take that calf down. Yeah, but the weakest one from the herd gets took down. Yeah. yeah. So, so so like within that closed system, it makes total sense because they're animals and they need to do that to survive, right? Mm-hmm. But our survival is predicated on our ingenuity and our we're brains. Just, we're just animals, right? But we, we if we want to be mentality. serious, if we want to be serious about being better than just animals, though, and being civilized, we have to come up with better roles for humans to not be able to bully one another. So the antelope has to talk the lion into not eating it. Well, okay, okay, no. okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> so, like I was saying before, with the bully situation, there's yeah. one bully who has everything made at home. They don't have shit going on. Their life is great outside of school where they can just beat the shit out of this person because I'm bigger than you. For no good reason. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. How how would you deconstruct that role? How could you? Because, you know, you have this, this bully who has got everything great at home. There's no negative coming back to him, but he can Mm -hmm. just beat the fuck out of you just because he wants to because it's fun. Mm Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you lunch. deconstruct that role? You okay. take your lunch money. Yeah, yeah, just cause. I'd have my lunch money taken. Um, just cause. Yeah, but just just because. Well, um, you see, the reason why. Uh, I, I, have you been paying attention to how the Little Rock School District has been doing? No, sorry. Okay, okay. I've been out of school for a billion years. I know, Randy. You're <laughs> a billion years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, what they're basically what we're faced with now is all this private intervention into a, a public institution to try and get more uh, minorities. Uh, education, etc., in a place where there's a lot of minorities. That's mm-hmm. racist. You can't say minorities. <laughs> well, I wasn't being racist. I You're was being political. Both of you canceled. Yeah. Sorry, oh. buddy. I mean, it's, it's your set. You can cancel whenever you want. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, within that context of like, uh, have, like using that topic to like talk about. Um, so, how are we going to be able to make better conditions for all these people in, in whatever system we put them in, unless there's some other humans or oversight tending to their needs? For instance, what you said the bully. When that bully gets to you, mm-hmm. if there is someone in like the hallway, like a authority figure, like a, a grown up, say, "Hey, uh, moving along, get to class." Mm-hmm. It just it, it, there's not enough oversight. With there's uh, there's there's too few. Uh, I guess we call it like wild wolves just fucking with each other, mm-hmm. as opposed to having like a hierarchy where they won't be able to bully you because there's consequences. Okay, so but what if there is no con? What if okay, so they can in get regards, away with it, yeah, yeah. In in regards to like our government, even right. Mm-hmm. Where's the consequence if they do it? If they're the ones that that control, you know, all this shit and all the law, all this stuff, right? Where's the consequence? Well, that, that they've insulated themselves from it. Okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, only until they do, uh, or rather, because justice hasn't really done a very good job of of because okay, in Iceland not too long ago, their banksters, you know, screwed up their whole economy. They threw them all in jail and then redid their economy, and now they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. And so why don't we take a lesson from other places that have actually used the law and justice to hold these people to task 
and then punish them for being bullies because there's no follow through. Like I said, there's no oversight. There needs to be some sort of corrective measure. Because I owe that guy more favors. Right. I think favors has a lot to do with it. What? I owe that guy more favors. I can't throw him in but jail. But the favor is a falsehood. Like, like I said, with the banks in Iceland, they, 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 they made bad rules on purpose. And then whenever they figured out, like as a collective, they had enough people standing up against the small amount of bullies mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. say, okay, no, you're going to jail. Here's a law now. Here's what you did. We have proof. Mm-hmm. You're going to be punished and you're no longer allowed. Yeah, but, but I, owe, the- I owe him, I owe that banker a lot of fucking favors and i have people that owe me a lot of fucking mm-hmm. favors mm-hmm. so ipso facto all these people also owe him these favors he don't want to go to jail that's, owe him. but they did it in iceland but that's iceland's well, ideals yeah. right well there's a, it's an island of small a small cohesive homogenous you know sort of right thing. i'm just I'm very different very, very different ideals than what we have here right i understand what you're saying i'm just trying to play devil's advocate oh, yeah. right yeah, 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 yeah. it's a fun shame sure. yeah it is a yeah thing. yeah <laughs> in that that yeah that's how that's how it you know yeah that's it's, where, it's we're, that's a where lot. we're at it's happened that, a lot it keeps happening a lot more, cycle you keep talking about yeah it, a it's lot more than okay fuck this guy well, it's fuck what we owe him mm-hmm. let's fix this well there right. are well okay student debt they're talking about canceling student debt right i hope so so those favors <laughs> that were false you know we're gonna say hey well you know what this this bad rule that we made we're gonna change the rules to help people because it's not even real to begin with so these okay. favors that we've extended to people to, to like better themselves uh, shouldn't have strings attached because the intrinsic value of creating better humans is uh, the, on the cost benefit uh, cost benefit analysis. Just uh, there's too much proof. Sure. There's too much mm-hmm. proof talking about the better outcomes from giving people at least something to do that isn't destructive. Okay, so I like you know? this. Specific, I, no, I caught that. Yeah, that's I like good. this cost specific benefit example um, mm-hmm. that I and I want to play devil's advocate on it. Do as well. it, Randy. <laughs> In the Be capitalistic system that we have, same old devil. So. <laughs> 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 Uh, buy the merch. So, uh, um, <laughs> I got all these favors, right? Yeah. And I'll give them to you so that you can give them to that school so you can go there, right? But I want my favors back. So, that's how they so got to So, what do you to, want in return for your favors? I want more favors. Favors. Well, well no. They're what the, but okay, if there were a, a fixed value to these favors, sure. Mm-hmm. But like uh, and that's usually what they deal with, the cost benefit analysis, seeing mm-hmm. what what kind of returns. So, but you also have a think tank that is set up to pump out false information to where you don't have to like uh, talk about like the, the true value of what you're doing as favors, but kind of like offering devil's advocate to nullify the voice of people because I mean you have this so many favors so that you can take that favor away from them and they still owe you. So you you within your position making bad rules to benefit yourself. We've already talked about that. It's, it's a form of bullying. Bingo. Um, but like um, so what. The, the thing that like I would just like to make the distinction with is what favors or whatever else it takes to make a school, no matter what the construction of it is, there's still people involved. So top down from like uh, the you know the people that are teaching or people running things to the people that are benefiting from like say going to a school you know and benefiting from the education, you can't put a value on that. There's no intri- there's an intrinsic value that has to be outlined with the type of favor that you wish to receive from having a more educated public. Yeah, and you don't necessarily want a more educated public, because but you, you know they don't necessarily want like uh, smart people running around telling you your products are bad when all you want to do is sell products. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. The you went to public school. I went to public school. Mm-hmm. How great was that education? I'm better than nothing. Better than nothing. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> better than nothing. Better than nothing. Yeah, it's not that good. Well, now they're trying to take that away and give it uh, through the church and through. Uh, private schools uh what would they call it um charter school charter i went yeah. to a charter school that's mm-hmm. the that's the, the fight how do you school district so here you go yeah. how do you feel about your education you know um i don't know i kind of 
I feel like this is just high school in general, you know? Oh, high school never ended. I hate well, that about so this reality. So you think uh. high school is, to me personally and to many of my friends, was just like know the stuff, pass the test, get the grade, go to college. Mm-hmm. It wasn't retain any of the information. It wasn't actually learning. Mm-hmm. It was just... Regurgitation. Yeah, it was just regurgitation yeah. just so you could get this this A, you know, this A yeah. status to get into a better school. See, And... Um, High school, I feel like high school is kind of the same as like everybody, you know, high school is just, you know, regurgitate your shit so that you can get into this college to have a future, you know, it's shown everywhere. Everybody says, oh, you have to go to college if you want to get a good, good, good job. You have to. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it puts pressure on everybody in high school to not retain that information, mm-hmm. but to spit it out so mm-hmm. you can get into a good college. Right. Well, well, there's a uh, an end game for for you, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, like going to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the the right of college or education. To get to the, the the root of like, so if we're gonna like be real about making sure that someone with favors realizes that having a, a bunch of smart people around that aren't messing things up is better than you know them being dumb and able to be taken advantage of, mm-hmm. is kind of self evident, right? So that's that's the argument that has to be made to people extending favors to make better outcomes for people or like smaller class sizes or whatever. And but to your credit, you're right. It, we're actively seeking the, 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 that that not happen. Well, here's the Especially thing. Especially in Arkansas. That's mm-hmm. not the high school experience that I had. Well, how about you, Randy? What'd you do? Yeah, go ahead. Mine mm-hmm. was just bullshit. Yeah. Mine was just, you have to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just babysitting. Oh, yeah. okay. That's See, all that mine, mine was. Yeah, mine was a uh, mine was school. That, mine was a big babysitting class. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, if, you want, if you want something good to happen, you should go to college. Yeah. But- I can tell you, I graduated, I went to a very small high school. Mm-hmm. There was 26 mm-hmm. people in my graduating mm-hmm. class, mm-hmm. Yeah. and that was a big class. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, a lot of them did not go to college. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. mine was a, uh, my charter school is a, it's like a college preparatory school, you mm-hmm. know, so it's kind of pumped into us that, like, you need to go to college. Sure. We're, you know, we were also very small. You know, we had very small class sizes. I think ours was, like, 46 people graduating, and that was probably, I think that was the biggest class that we had mm-hmm. in all of our school. We we were in, in school in a trailer park, you know, until mm-hmm. I was a, in senior year when they built the high school building. Yeah. Like, we had trailers and a strip yeah. mall that was converted into classrooms. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I think I don't know if the size I think it's the the ideals of the school and the mm-hmm. the people running the school to be like okay this is what you need to prepare you for the future and instead of you know your high school experience it was just like just come fuck around we have to babysit you the end yeah my was you got to be here yeah i think mm-hmm. it's i think it's just difference of ideals and in charter schools and public schools you know well, they're they're very different right well the execution of this basic idea of, of educating ourselves has been you know dealt with in a different way mm-hmm. from from uh, both of those perspectives uh but like what well, um like i was saying earlier though like uh okay for for instance you went to uh, college mm-hmm. that's a, it was it was the same lie for for for, for me and randy mm-hmm. it's just that that they I mean, they still they still preached if you want to go to college, like you can, you know. But it's going to be you find a way to pay for it. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm 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 a little older, um, and, and I mean, I remember uh, high school and, and school in general and my experience, and I had I had bad and good experiences while in school. Mm-hmm. But like I say, it's better than nothing. Um, but like, uh, there's a certain like, no matter what it is, whether it's a trailer or they built a school mm-hmm. later, it's just, there's still uh, interaction of people, you know, growing up together, and yeah. and and so. 
dealing with that and, and, and giving the uh, like say for instance like people that are homeschooled or don't have any socialization you know puts us a little further mm-hmm. you know than, than say someone who's isolated That's true. I, so I we, agree yeah so we see we see the benefit of the collective versus the isolation mm-hmm. of you know no social interaction uh, and a, a low social IQ basically and so if we could broaden that social IQ to, to jump ahead of all of this divided you know, stuff or, or whatever college is, and we reevaluate what type of favors are inter- gonna be returned to what our communities are, we would see the intrinsic value in being able to make someone good enough to be able to return those favors as someone who's broken and is just going to be, you know, mm. well, uh, a, 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 I guess a drain on themselves and whatever system they're a part mm. of. You you went to college. Yeah. You have a degree, mm-hmm. right? You made it through. You did your yeah. thing. You did your time. You mm. did your thing. You did got your it. time. Well, so end. <laughs> how 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 much has that benefited you in this society? In my brain, or like as like my uh, economic standing <laughs> to to the people, whatever you value, to the, yeah, whatever you value in the society. It gave me uh, it gave me perspective. No matter like what I paid for it or how much I get out of it, it's it it's actually just depressed me uh, because the truth is a very depressing thing. Uh, but it, the level of de- like uh, I guess truth I've been exposed to so far is light years beyond what's actually out there. Sure. So I mean, I'm still. Uh, because a lot of people don't like, you know, learning and then the whole like concept of learning, the transcending school or reading, and like some people don't even like to read. I don't like to read. Yeah, but like I, I, I've been stuck in the woods most of my life. I like reading. What else am I gonna do? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm totally, yeah, 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 totally so, cool, man. Right, but so, yeah. I, I didn't go mm-hmm. because I couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. and I had fucked I ended up off. getting priced out of it eventually. At, at my, my bachelor's s- degree, I get priced out of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At my school, it was my high school was just a fucking waste, so I didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't do anything to get to where someone would pay for it for me. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't go. Right. Yeah. But I don't feel like my my social or economic or or my standing in the community. I think it's actually better than if I had gone. That's mm-hmm. fair. You get to see a lot different perspectives, I think. So I think so I think I that. my point that I want to make with it is mm-hmm. that that these guys offering these favors to mm-hmm. go to school so that you have to return these more favors, mm-hmm. these handcuffs they mm-hmm. put on you. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a choice that you get to make. Of course, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And maybe the problem is that it's just it's too People who aren't really old enough at that point or developed enough <laughs> to be able to, like, really make that decision. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the weight that it's going to take. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> but I don't think that taking away taking away those guys that are, that are like, hey, kid, you want this favor? I don't think that necessarily should go away. Yeah. Well, I, if you have the favor to offer and give, you should give it and see, like, that like, the, the, there's favors to be returned. You, you know that as well. It's like, sure. All that investment in whatever way, for good or for bad, will eventually, sure. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. think about it like this. If you, um, so let's say, you know, college is free, right? Like, you don't, yeah. you don't have to pay favors to be in college. You don't have to be in debt for the rest of your life to go to college. Just mm-hmm. to be close to free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, let's yeah. say you don't, right? Yeah. Would, personally, Randy, would you have gone? To Prob- college probably exactly but, right but i don't think that i would have gotten anything more out of it than i would have gotten out of my high school that's true well because at that point it's i'm still at, i, I had yeah. spent I the know. last four I years know, man. To, to counter that like i learned a lot more in college than i did high I, school. i'm yeah, the same but, way but yeah. you see my yeah. mindset when at the high school i went to was mm-hmm. this is where i've got to be mm-hmm. this is where i'm supposed to be yeah. exactly i'm just, I'm just 
getting through this so that I can yeah. go to work and actually make some money because this is a waste of my time. That's why. That's why I think so if college, college is free. I would be in the. I feel like I'd be in the exact mm-hmm. same boat. Right. Well, I don't I, know, I ma'am. I think you see with a like lot of perspectives in college. Now, when yeah. there's value on it, when there's reason to be there, mm-hmm. when I'm like, if I'm not paying attention to this, mm-hmm. I'm just fucking lighting my money on fire. Yeah. It's a little more worthwhile. Right. Because now I'm actively making this choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But if we're talking mindset, I think going to college is not not that you're doing you know poorly, but I think college is you know more beneficial to a mindset, and yeah. you get to see like going to high school. You said you went to a very small high school. You didn't get to see a ton of different you know ideals. I I had the same experience, you know. Um, and then I went to college, and there's just so many different people with so many different mindsets with so many different cultures and backgrounds and all this shit that I'm learning about these new experiences and new things that other people have had to better myself. But I did not go and look at the avenues that I have taken. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're doing poorly at all. I I know. And, and, and I'm not even talking on a personal level. I'm just using me as an example Mm -hmm. of anecdotal, the choices that you can make. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're really, okay. have so many choices given to you, Mm -hmm. right? Bingo. The guy offering favors is control the choice, isn't he? So whatever mm. role you want to play, or however far you want to get, I mean, it's dictated by the guy giving you the option to explore that choice. Yeah. So whether it's a good choice or bad choice, it's up way. to you to make it. To in a, degree, a way. Yeah. So, but for, for me and for college, for education in general, for reading, for, for whatever, um, like the difference between high school and college for me was is college was more serious about uh, opening my mind than high school was. Like you said, high mm-hmm. school didn't necessarily – uh, challenge me. Mm-hmm. It was just I have to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tried to find challenges within my own struggle at high school. And I mean, you already have enough being an adolescent, right? <laughs> so, so, like, once you get to college, and once I got to college the first time, and, you know, I, I commuted. I went two days a week until I got my associate's degree. Mm-hmm. And then I had, like, a three or four-year gap between I went back to try and get my bachelor's. And, you know, that, that ended up, being, like, getting fully uh, acted out because I, I ran out of money. Mm-hmm. But well, like, the same kind of discussion we've been having, like, the value of all these things. The guy in charge of the favor obviously doesn't have a very good understanding of the value that someone with an open mind has because he's interested in maintaining all of what he has through weakening and making sure people don't have the objective nature necessary to see what is and what isn't because you don't want someone smart. You want a lot of ignorant people that are complacent so that they're easy to control. Well, I think I think, I think you're looking at too big of a picture there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think well, as far you... as the education goes, that, that's, the, that's the repercussions of what we've been facing and dealing with this whole time, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, we are now the product of that. Sure. Because of the lack of, the lack of uh, I guess, um, the impetus to, for us to learn wasn't there. You just had to be there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, say, for instance, if, like, uh, I mean, I had relatively small class sizes as well. Like, I was from a small school. I think we graduated with, like, 60 people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we know that smaller class sizes yield better outcomes. Mm-hmm. So why not just and, – and probably less bullying if they have more of a sense of people w- w- looking around. Like say, for instance, there was only 10 people in your class like whenever you were young. I mean it was bullying, but the teacher was there like right there saying, hey, no, cut it out. You know, or go to the corner or get punished or get uh, – I got licks <laughs> you know, from, the, from <laughs> yeah. the principal. Yeah. Like I got, licks, I got licks in kindergarten all the way through like – fifth sixth grade and then coaches started giving me licks you know so i mean i don't remember i don't (laughs) want to remember that but i remember it and it's just like it's not something positive but it let me understand what authority meant and it meant it it meant discipline and it meant uh fear 
and the threat of fear acted mm-hmm. out on you through physical Violence. force. Mm-hmm. So that's the worst part of high school or schooling in general that I feel like when I got to college, I didn't necessarily have to worry about being subverted through physical force by the very institution I was in mm-hmm. because they don't have you don't they don't have to do it. They just like hey, you're not in class anymore. Mm-hmm. You know if you did something bad enough. But, like, it takes so much. <laughs> well, yeah. see, I was lucky with that one because I grew up whenever they sent home forms to, like, have your parents consent mm-hmm. to be like, hey, can we beat your fucking kid yeah. if he fucks up? Right. My mom was always like, no, I'll do it. You mm-hmm. know, why, why would I let you do that I got to it. my child? I got beat at both. I got, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. see, that's if the I got thing. in trouble at school, I got equal troubles home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's or just, more. It's just different <laughs> uh, more. different times, man. Yeah. Different well, how times. much younger are you than us? Felix? I'm a 19. Holy fuck. Little babe. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm glad that, like, you haven't had to deal with that because as what, what Randy was talking about earlier, you could see, like, he, he felt the bullying. I did, too. Oh, like, like, my last see, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't my much. My last uh... name's K. I got called a faggot, and, mm-hmm. and like, I had there, whatever weakness they were trying to probe me for, they, mm. they were on it all the time. Oh, of course. And, and, and I, we had to develop methods to deal with it. Sure. And so, like, I'm really glad that y'all guys, or rather the younger folks, mm. haven't had to deal with it as much, but it's still there. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just, I it's personally, not... I don't know. I've always, this is I don't know. It's kind of selfish to think I could do like this, I guess. <laughs> I'd always, in high school, had like a lot of friends just because mm-hmm. I, you know, my parents raised me to have very good social skills yeah. and, and to talk to people well and, mm-hmm. you know, just become friends with everybody. Yeah. That's so true. I personally never really had to go through much bullying or anguish yeah. from other people. And, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. And yeah. in, in our school, it didn't seem like there was a ton of that. Yeah, but, but well, you know, but, I'm uh, sure I'm sure under the layers, I'm sure there was. Well, well but okay, also, too, um, a lot of what I experienced through the bullying or whatever, um, I played football mm-hmm. like from seventh grade up because mm-hmm. I, I mean I was bored. I tried to do as much as I yeah. could. Um, but I I experienced because I mean they use it. It's almost like uh, like the military. They try to break you down mm-hmm. and try to like take away your identity so you form part of a team. It's not necessarily bullying. It's mm-hmm. coercion. It's mm-hmm. a type of bullying. Haze. Yeah, mm-hmm. hazing, hazing. Mm-hmm. hazing. But I mean, I definitely got hazed like like crazy. Um, yeah. But like I said, it didn't actually teach me anything. It just taught me to try and you know identify who the bullies were. But they're, you're in a, you're in a, you're in a football team. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone is it's it's part of it. Yeah. So like you have to develop methods to you know act out your role and you know to embody it so that your identity is taken away and you don't necessarily have the opportunity to bully you too busy you know making a play or or running from one end of the other. Well, yeah, that's, well, yeah. yeah, that goes back to making a collective because mm-hmm. a collective is nothing but a big team. Right. And uh-huh. as a team, you can't have individuals. Y'all got to be on the same page. Like yeah. I was saying, look, or like yeah. someone was saying earlier, like gangs, like mm-hmm. mafia being formed, mm-hmm. right? You're put in this environment Tribalism. where, yeah, you're put in this environment yeah. where, you know, the only choice that you have is to become part of a collective yeah. and to squash out the other side that you see as a bully. Mm-hmm. And then the other side sees you, you as a bully. Yeah. So you clash and, you know, what do you get? Well, uh, the internet. The <laughs> internet. You get the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So you got everyone on the internet. You uh, get a double-edged sword to sepaku yourself. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like the internet changes everything because now we have the information to see what mistakes we made in the past mm-hmm. by all of these micro-level uh, interactions we had on teams and, mm-hmm. and the tribes of people that we come from. And it's like, oh shit, there's this there's this one place where everyone you know has the right to say whatever. So you know, there's a new collective being formed. And it's not even people doing it physically. Mm. Imagine, like, if you were a mason and you do physically, you met up to, you know, <laughs> to do whatever. <laughs> but it, it, it's kind of like that. They don't have to, the, the level of participation is so fluid, though. You don't have to necessarily have that much time to 
have the access to it to participate in the greater collective. So, I mean, just like with the loss of religiosity, I think that the the loss of any sort of like national or tribal identities will shift and move until we come up with a better collective. I mean, it's part of the evolution that we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. But staying on top of it and definitely saying, hey, yeah, bullying obviously worthless. Let's try and make better ways to deal with that so which just means more people paying attention yeah to move yeah. to move forward sure on the same topic uh-huh. what's dangerous about a collective is that when the collective turns to bullying mm-hmm. if the collective turns to bullying mm-hmm. yeah when <laughs> i don't know if all collectives turn to bullying though <laughs> i mean not all i mean yeah. we don't live in a world of absolutes right but you see it on the internet all the time. Of course. You see it in governments all the time. Mm-hmm. You see it in teams all the time. You see mm-hmm. it in, in physical sports all the time. Hooray for our side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's much yeah. it's much more difficult to fight a collective as a lone person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, of course. Yeah, so yeah. we get all these tribes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we start thinking about going to the moon. Mm. Uh-oh. We're back on this now. Oh, back to the moon. Oh, shit. And then we're, we're just we're fucking warring again. Yeah, but over what? Moon assets. <laughs> Moon assets. <laughs> assets and favors. Right. That's what it but all boils down to. If you separate the tie between an a, a, a individual's personal ownership of wheeling, like you said, anyone in that position is going to make that mistake, right? That it's part of their role. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you got to – obviously, you have to make better roles for these people and not have access to that stuff because they can't be trusted with it. They're going to be corrupted by it. You know, the whole absolute power corrupts absolutely sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not just absolutely. Like you said, the rule isn't absolute. So there's good and bad. And, and and so absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that was and, good, and subsequently really. you, you you have all these people that aren't necessarily interested in a, a overarching goal but i mean we can't even get the basic stuff off the ground like what, what with access to health care or just having like i said basic needs met mm-hmm. so if we can just backtrack a little meet these basic needs stop fighting for five seconds colonize the moon and you know try and, and have a better way of dealing with each other we're going to benefit with something that isn't even tangibly valuable as an asset or a commodity with money. Yeah. So your idea is to use the moon colonization as a springboard to bring us together. Yes. Now I get your point. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's like a I lab see. to be able right. to give us another chance. We tried with America. We fucked it up. So we, we have another opportunity to be able to give ourselves a chance to succeed because we I haven't tried point. it. We haven't tried it yet. We, we've already had all these other conditions coming into play, the world kind of keeping us separate, and wow, well, we have all these other periphery issues to deal with. If we can concentrate on, you know, one spot, and if we have a good plan, why not, you know? So, I mean, it's an opportunity. Whether it happens or not, I'm just I'm just positing it as, as like, it's, it's I, I don't know a better idea than, I mean, we can go to a, do another war. Let's have World War Three. That sounds like <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, right. Space war. I'm not, yeah. Or I'm, Star Wars. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it's not a, <laughs> I don't think it's an argument of, of good ideas. But I think it's an argument of mm-hmm. what is more likely. Right. You but know, the ideas that we were talking about was like getting there, the favors and the mm-hmm. money to get there. That's the ideological struggle. Right. Like your money exactly. isn't as worth as much as us making a good shot at the moon and learning stuff. Mm-hmm. Your money isn't valuable enough. The other stuff is. So placing the value on that experience that we can get information from as opposed to the cost, the cost is even real anyway. So let's just identify that and say, okay, cool. So if we work collectively and put the right people in place with the right tools, mm. then we can at least have a shot at seeing what we can do with it because otherwise we're going to be stuck doing the same kinds of regressive, mm-hmm. secular things that we do here. 
So the moon is an opportunity for us to springboard to the next phase. And it's right there. Like I said, it's, just, it's a gift. It's so close. If something bad happens, we can always come back. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know why we haven't tried that yet. I mean, the Nazis thought about it. <laughs> do, we have the, do we have the technology to try it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we already have uh, autonomous... Uh, artificial things going around and surveying. Right. So I, I don't yeah, s- yeah, but yeah. but us is creating the system to survive on the moon. Right, yeah. yeah. That's 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 the, that's the very the well, hard part it, about it. They have it sitting in in space empty space with the space station. Right, but so. they have they have it's concealed, right? What, the space station? Like, the people inside the space station that can live in it? No. What, there's, like, empty... There's windows and shit that space comes in? Well, there's windows, but there's also cameras and, like, there's, like I said, it's a lab. They're, they're right, categ- right, they're right. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is it's, it's made sustainable for human life, right? Because it's not... Is human life sustainable? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, okay, sustainable for... It's a fishbowl. Yeah, it's a fishbowl. It's a fishbowl. For that environment. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, we'd have to... I, I think personally, mm-hmm. we kind of have to do the same thing with the moon, right? Yeah, yeah. Like make it kind of a fishbowl. Do you think we'd have to put like plexiglass or whatever the fuck on the outside of the moon to keep oxygen inside of it so we didn't? I mean, you, you know, you'd have to set up a like, well, like yeah. you were saying, you yeah. have to set up a lab, of yeah, some mm-hmm. sort. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. have to set up a habitable zone, a habitable which I mean, they've area. done with the with the ISS, mm-hmm. like the the space station, right? So you're basically just trying to figure out how to mo- mobilize your resources from point A to point B, which is the moon. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever circumstances in which is going to work on the moon, you know, whatever bubble or mm-hmm. you know, like that, that's the X. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that can be interpreted in multiple ways. But we will have to start moving stuff from where we are mm-hmm. through space to the moon mm-hmm. and start investing assets on the moon in order to be able to see games and and, until like no matter how we get there we're still going to have to make the effort to to fail and maybe come up with a bad bubble i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) total recall Recall had poor bubbles and rich bubbles (laughs) and they're selling air you know like that's that's the dystopian shit you're thinking about right i do too i do too um but like uh we haven't tried it yet we've Mm -hmm. done it with the iss we haven't like because i mean the moon we've already we know much a lot about it not everything Mm -hmm. but we know how much surface area we have to work with so we can pick a good point on the moon start there start a lab if we fail we'll run back figure out what we did wrong you know and use what we can to to do it but i mean i don't see why we can't do it in one trip we made it there in one trip yeah yeah yeah, for sure well because space uh, if you believe the moon landing (laughs) (laughs) space (laughs) to to transport is is limited but what about what about Mm -hmm. if um, I mean, what about the idea that uh, the moon is hollow and our alien overlords are in it <laughs> already? We hey. don't know yet. We'll have to. Find we don't know. Out. We don't know. We'll have to drill for that moon oil. That's what space lab. Is. <laughs> you know, like it's gonna be. <laughs> what if they're in Area Fifty One? They're uh, already here. Clapping them cheeks. Clapping huh? alien cheeks. No, those guys are dead. All those aliens. Yeah, they're pickled. <laughs> you think they were just getting cut up? That was what in the forties? I don't fucking know. That dude. was in the forties. I mean Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, so they're uh, not alive anymore. We've already studied. Well, we we studied one and he died. Discovered well, what do you know? How do you know the finished. lifespan of an alien? Because <laughs> well, we've killed them. Are you how do you know that? We've discovered aliens too. What have we not killed that we've we've captured? Uh, Lions. John and the McCain, zoo. but he's dead now. <laughs> well, extremophiles, like uh, bacteria, things that exist in extreme environments that we were uncovering. Mm. We're, we'll, we'll uncover extremophiles on the moon or uh, ones that are in stasis on the moon ice or whatever. Mm. I mean, but, I but think none of that. Moon ice, is there? Well, I, I mean, the well, water on Mars. Mars ice. Right. But, like, I'm saying that, like, okay, you know how there's a greenhouse effect on Earth where there's moisture? Like, you can create that kind of thing on the moon, probably. Uh, but but if, there, if there is, then there's ice on the moon, right? But, and then we might create more life 
out of these unintended circumstances by what we do. If they have the water to do things on the moon, then there might be new. So we already know aliens exist in one form or another. Mm. So we can stop with this fantasy about, you know, like, aren't we aliens? Yeah, to to, to aliens, yeah. To a degree, we're all alien to one another, especially, well, not species-wise, but we have other species that are part mm-hmm. of who we are, yeah. like with the rest of the life on this planet, that we haven't discovered yet that are alien to yes. us. So, sure. so we're going to find aliens uh, here on Earth still. We're going to find aliens on the moon, Mars, wherever we go, we're going to find aliens. Mm-hmm. So the idea that we haven't yet is just uh, our ignorance in classifying what we found as an alien, no, you I know, th- and our, our construction of it. I think there are barren rock out there. Well, yeah, for sure, but there's also... But I think there's yeah, a billion yeah. rocks. I think there's yeah, there's probably a life. Yeah. 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 Insane, like... Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty egotistical it to think that we're the only things that made yeah, it. Yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. gotta be. That's, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there, that if, ego. Isn't yeah, hey, right? our narcissism. We, uh, <laughs> we're the only things. We're, the, we're important. If something, <sighs> if something made it here... Something's mm-hmm. made it elsewhere. Well, that's the thing. It, it, we're, we're making it independently and together no matter what. Like, and, and across all systems. I mean, you've seen how many uh, solar systems there are. Oh, my Just God, in the galaxy yeah. Or in the, mm-hmm. this. So there's, there's so many chances for us, so many opportunities for us to go and find out more information, which is what's valuable. Mm-hmm. And so is, if we use the springboard from Moon to go and get our solar system off the, you know, off the ground first to be able to go further... I mean, I think well, we only have a Dyson sphere yet around the <laughs> about the, around the sun, but like, um, we, there's the means are there. We just haven't, like you said, there's the the the, the, the action, the, the 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 people with the favors. Um, and Frank Zappa said this a long time ago that we were better off with the old man ch- chomping cigars, taking chances on young acts that didn't make any sense, as opposed to getting a hippie in there. Uh, who you know? Well, this isn't what the kids are into because it's their opinion and not taking a chance. Mm. And now that's why we have like so much trouble getting you know new new acts and stuff off the ground because no one's willing to take a chance. Mm-hmm. So we have to incentivize the the lack of risk in taking that chance and say, hey, look, there's no risk in taking this chance. The first one there's a rotten egg, or last one there's rotten. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First one there has to eat it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. This opens a new book yeah. uh, on a somewhat similar topic. Cool. So. Um, with our economic system right now mm-hmm. being yeah. the way it is, yeah. I think we can all agree it's pretty broken. A lot of the favors are hoarded. I don't know much point. about it, um, but a, it seems broken. A lot of the, a lot of people have uh, more favors than they need. A lot yeah. more favors than they should. Of course. A lot of people have none. An unequal um, distribution for sure. It, it has, and that's the way mm-hmm. that this that this system that we have set up works. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, that's the way that it flows. It's just that's the nature of well when did we institute these systems like um like because the this version of the system is different than the one that we had say post-world war ii well uh, like after the troops came home it gets skewed further and further but yeah but the way that this system started got us the growth Mm -hmm. yeah that we really needed and that's that's what it you're talking about the initial uh construction of this of the, the first system to then build on further, yeah. even even mm-hmm. after say World War Two, mm-hmm. uh, it just the floodgates opened even more then, right? Yeah, it's because we didn't have any competition. <laughs> we bombed them. <laughs> yeah, where can you where can you really find like a point? You know, if it's mm-hmm. ever evolving, yeah, where do you find a point? Well, like of okay, this is where it started to get bad. Uh, the well, scales because are, it's not you can't place a good or bad value on it. You okay, have to, you have to start seeing identifying who benefits. So mm-hmm. having an economic system that benefits everyone as opposed to a few, mm-hmm. like that's not a radical idea. In the capitalist system, we've done that before. Mm-hmm. We had a, we had a tax system that 
tax people who had way more mm-hmm. to then like make it easy for people to I don't know go to school have clean right. drinking water yeah, yeah. yeah also start up new ideas mm-hmm. yeah it incentivized uh, taking your risks right it's a great system for for growth yeah but it was once once <laughs> once the scale starts getting skewed mm-hmm. more people collect these favors mm-hmm. they're the ones making the calls and right. they're the ones not taking the risks and the 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 scales tip right. and it's the growth stops. Well, it's the profit mode of growth. This exponential growth. You can't have exponential growth on one planet. No. You can't have exponential yeah. growth at ever. all. Uh-huh. It, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't. Unless you're getting serious about going to other markets and creating new markets, right? Well, you have to create the new market. But, uh-huh. then, but then if we can't have an exponential growth on here, if we go to a market, then we're all... It's it's a bigger cap, mm-hmm. but there's still a cap, right? Well, well it, here's the thing. You're profit looking for, isn't sustainable. Like you said, a sustainable mm-hmm. human system. Mm-hmm. So we have to get rid of this false notion that profit's real, like you said. You're it's looking. Not. You're looking. We need a reset, mm-hmm. basically. So, what about like? Uh, what What are your ideas on like? Instead of using money, mm-hmm. what about like goods for services or goods for goods or like well, instead of instead of favors yeah. instead of like you know? Well, there used to money. be rules. Mm-hmm. There used to be rules for how much money we printed and how much it was worth. Mm-hmm. Now there isn't. Okay. So the people who are making the rules are making the rules in their own favor, but. They, they can't make these bad rules forever because we know there's only so much water to go mm-hmm, around. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I had to, um, like like you said, what my ideas would be to fix things, it wouldn't be too difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, first off, you'd have to limit the amount of money that there is. There's not an infinite amount of money, is there? Well, there can be if you print enough. But what's the value of the money based on the value of the earth? No, it's just Based debt. on the value we put on it. It's, right. It's, so, there's so, not a value. It's just debt. Yeah. Well, yeah. right now. Yeah, it used to have a value though, right? You could trade it for a certain amount of silver backed, or gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. it yeah. was backed. Right, yeah. it was backed. So commodities. How do we yes. assets? So how do we come up with a number that involves the amount of people on the earth, what they need to sustain themselves, as opposed to exponentially growing, and then using the leftover to be able to explore and, and instead of destroy, expand to to build more things. So the the, the part of our econo- economy that's moved too far, you know, with not being uh, fair. You want a more fair, equitable economic system. In order to do that, you have to uh, basically give everyone access to the things they need so that you can have a sustainable, stable economic system. The, the stable system we have now isn't stable. Here's a so, here's so, a so like we have to create a stable one. The only way to do that is to actually have it based off of reality. Yeah. So no matter what the dollar would be worth, at least we, we in the past we had something to, to, to like derive its worth from. So, I mean, they math the planet. They know how many resources we go through in a year. We go about to twice as many. So if we could do that, we could definitely come up with a value for saying, okay, well, a dollar should only be worth this much. Or, uh, you know, however many people there are, we're going to have to get better at managing people and not necessarily putting a price value on the old dollar, but with the actual expenditures of how much wheat do they eat in a mm-hmm. year, how many uh, resources do they use. So, like, commodities and resources uh, and actual physical, tangible things that you could buy with money – the rules have to be at least remade to uh, reflect what's here and to stabilize it in a way that isn't uh, systemically regressive. Okay. And, and you have a, a, a mode of living that is, like you said, um, uh, what did you say earlier about like humans having a sustainable way? To, to stop being uh, a consumer and, and to mm-hmm. sustain. Mm-hmm. Here's a bigger problem with that, though. Yeah, it's a cultural problem. Population growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and management. So, well, how do you manage that? Right. You well, put, we're gonna have to have robots help. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta drown half those babies. No, we're just gonna have to have robots help. We have to have some place to put these humans. So if we could come up with planned, organized communities like we would on the moon, 
uh, and, and give the people with the highest amount of merit the best versions of us that, you know, are obviously the most capable or fit, then we can do that on this planet like in say uh, in just different places and then we could you know do it anywhere but how do we stop those people with lower merits from going to the moon i gotcha you just capture them all put them in (laughs) pods and use them as batteries slavery oh this is some black mirror shit okay Uh, so uh how many gleeps do i have to glop to make (laughs) yeah four gleeps to one glop (laughs) oh my god four yeah four to one gleeps yeah you're a corrupt bastard randy (laughs) Listen, yeah. my favor. <laughs> I rule the moon. Okay. <laughs> but here's what I fear. Whenever whenever this stuff takes off and tells us there is only so much to do this, are you sure you want to leverage all of your resources to buy another yacht? That mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a very smart thing to do. You know, uh, no, you know what? I, I think that we should uh, build a collective of people that, you know, I would want to see. Because I, if, if I, don't, I don't have kids. But if I were to have kids, I would want them to live in a place where they wouldn't necessarily have to face the same challenges as me. At same, mm. but like maybe a better set of challenges. What if your kid is a fucking yacht maker? You just put him out of a job. No, well, not for, not for the people who want to buy yachts. Right. But it's not, does everyone need a yacht? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, Randy wants a yacht. But there's still, there's still like we were talking about earlier, there's yeah. the I want, I want, I want. The, the, the How's that going to go away? How can, you, how can you take away an I want? Because if you're on the moon and you're looking for sustainability and you're mm-hmm. looking for the bare necessities at first, right? Yeah. Once you have all those bare necessities and you don't – it's not top on your list anymore mm-hmm. because it's available. Mm-hmm. You, I don't think you can stop I wants. Well, you have to you – know, you can't stop it, but you can focus it in a way that's like I want to learn something different. I, I right. want to I want to be able to acquire new knowledge but that hasn't been gathered. It's yet, just you know? the people. How do you it's talk the people in, in yeah. It's mm-hmm. the people in their values. It's mm-hmm. not not everyone's going to have this exact same value no. of I want to learn. Some people right. are are going to say I want a yacht. Right. So as your role as a human, what would you think is our best? Like, if we could say we could do one thing on this planet, uh, you know, what what would we put in most important? A yacht. <laughs> That's what we've well, been doing and see how it's I worked. mean, what we yeah. have been doing, yeah, what we have <laughs> yeah. been doing is, is money. What we have been yeah. doing is most important is money. And, and what assets. I, you know. It's not working. It's not working. Yeah. We, value, how, we value people by their assets. So we have to, we have to somehow get everyone like-minded and mm-hmm. think like, what's more valuable than money is knowledge and what's more valuable than money is, is experiences and, and mm-hmm. connections we make with people. But I think that's going to be a very, very hard thing to do. It's way tougher to value because I can't remember half the experiences I've done. Right. Well, and it's even harder to value considering we change the rules to place a value on that by actually having a representation of it physically. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step. We, we really, no matter what system we have with money or whatever else, we have to have a set amount of what is so that we can then create a stable system the system they have now isn't stable on purpose they want the bubbles to pop and go because they want to maintain their power through chaos so if we could what but what power if it's if property it's, ownership the ownership of all the property but if the assets are worthless if there's no real value money to them. money is worthless property is not physical commodities that's what they do they're, they're hoarding and trying to so what control are the prices of what they have but isn't it kind of perspective because like to to me i don't think money is worthless because i need it to live so well okay i need food water yeah. and but but you know yeah. the main way that i've seen to get those commodities is yeah. through money and favors and right. you know so if we, if we had a system that at least had a uh, a cap, or mm-hmm. rather a specific number tied to the value of something, then we could start talking numbers, and mm-hmm. then we could figure it out. And they, But they don't want that. That's why they took away the rules to make it a fiat currency. That's why uh, we continue to fight over uh, oil. 
and because the value of our dollar is based on it. Well, the strength what, of our military, y- military and mm-hmm. how much oil we have access to through the coercion of other people, say the Kurds, <laughs> again. <laughs> like, how many times this has to happen to the Kurds? I don't know, but I'm, I'm really feel for them. But we, we continue to make these same mistakes There's over again and doubling down on bad ideas. There's an epicenter, and that's the problem. Oh, yeah. It's like they're on top of where all the stuff <laughs> I want is. <laughs> all right, yeah. y'all. Well, we, we've hit uh, two hours and four minutes on this podcast. <laughs> nice. Felt Hell like a yeah. second. This has been a deep one. Yeah, I, I loved it. That was great. I mean, great. the rabbit hole keeps going. Yeah, know? of course. <laughs> we, we could probably keep going until yeah, yeah. Tuesday. The chaos can't But um, yeah. sorry, I don't think we can Tuesday. record that long. I got to get um, out of here. Yeah, yeah whatever. We can Skype. I got you. It's nap time in like an mm-hmm. hour. Maybe <laughs> your naps. Um, so yeah, you want me? You want to uh, plug your band for us or? Uh... Sure, uh, Tempest Terra. Uh, oh, yeah. We we have a Facebook. Is this it? Yeah, that's okay. it. Cool deal. Um, and like I said, we've been together about a year, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, get you guys some some music, you know, money and time. But like uh, we've we've got it done uh, creatively speaking. We're just gonna have to actually get it done physically. So as soon as we're able to do that, we're, we'll be playing shows soon. We've been playing Hit shows that. in the past, and we will uh, play more shows in Arkansas, hopefully out of the state. But you know, that's just a long term goal. But you can definitely mm-hmm. catch us. Uh, um, we played at Whitewater, we played at Vino's, um, and we played in Hot Springs, um, and we're hopefully playing Fayetteville, Memphis, and all the surrounding areas soon. But You guys got anything coming up? Uh, not at the moment. We've been turning down shows so that we can finish some songs. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have that. So, so like, uh, we, we, uh, we've decided to, instead of putting all of our, uh, I guess, focus on just rehearsing, we're, we're going to try and, and jam out some ideas and see where we go. Smash that like button. Smash that motherfucking like button. Do bow. It. Hit that. Thank you. How you like that? I literally liked it on Facebook. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, also make sure you go to sameolddevils.com. Yeah. You know the deal. Uh, we've got all our podcasts on there. We've got, uh, if you want to be a consumer of our goods, you know, you want to <laughs> buy you, my stuff. I'm trying buy, to get to the moon. Buy our yeah, stuff. That's right. You we want wanna, this moon shit to happen? Yeah, we want to colonize the moon. So, <laughs> trying to get um, a yacht on the moon. Yeah, go to sameolddevils.com. Uh, listen to our podcast. Go to sameolddevils.com forward slash shop if you want to buy our, our nice uh, pins and shirts and, and all that stuff. If you like dicks and bats, that's perfect. <laughs> Um, and then if you wanna, if you wanna, um, you said dick. <laughs> if you wanna, um, <laughs> contact us, uh, it's what, hello, hello at sameolddevils.com. And, um, thank yeah. you so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks for coming, it. man. Yeah, we're, we're gonna do this again. Dude, we're gonna get the deep. rabbit hole's about to get deep. Yeah, let's yeah. get, let's, let's, let's get deep again. Yeah. Let's sometime. solve all the world problems in let's, two uh, hours. Yeah. At least, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least all the world, maybe the moon problems too. Hey, yeah. yeah. you already said it was a good idea, Randy. Mm. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Goodbye. Love you. Bye.